Yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to another episode of Downtime with Downstar, episode 118, and today we are sitting with Eric Noches of Action Clutch. Eric, what up, man? What's up, what's up, man? Dude, thank you for coming. I really appreciate it, man. Yo, like I was telling you before, um, it's like two weeks, well, even even when you started this whole, you know, downtime, um, I was like, damn, you know, like he's interviewing like a bunch of people that I do business with or, or that I know as well. And I'm like, fuck, man, I, w- I want, hopefully one day, you know, he's, he hits me up or something and he sees that, that our work is getting bigger and stuff like that. And he invites me. And so two weeks or a week and a half ago, um, I was just like, I, I saw the episode of Javier. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, damn, that's, that shit's inspiring. You know what I mean? So, um, I'm like, fuck, hopefully one day we, you know, we go on, on downtime and, um, I'm able to share the story, who we are, things like that. And I got your your DM and I'm like, no fucking way. You know what I mean? I was like, no fucking way. So um I appreciate you inviting me in. Of course, and man, hopefully, of course. You know, we're able to 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 introduce who we really are. Yeah, dude, I think that um a platform not just downtime, but any platform that really digs into who the people are and it's like in a long form is really important for the community because a lot of stuff, say if I was trying to find out information on you, what are we gonna find? Maybe a, a five to ten vid- minute video on YouTube or something, mm-hmm. you know, and all of that is edited and it's just it's it's staged, you know? Yeah. And even with myself, there's there's so much stuff out there that that if I wasn't doing the podcast that you wouldn't really know much about Downstar mm-hmm. because it's only just such a small window. And for me, I'm really interested in in what makes somebody who they are and how they got to where they're at and kind of like where their mind's at, yeah. you know? Yeah, when you, you see when I first heard of Downstar, you know, I saw all the boats and stuff like that. So um, that's all I knew. Yeah. Um, then I start. Then, then I saw like you, you doing the the podcast and then the the skateboard stuff, and I'm like, "Fuck, okay." Like, there's other people who probably think like me, you know? What <laughs> yeah. Because I, mean? I don't just do clutches. I do wraps, and and I help my girlfriend with her uh, her um, her clothing line as well. Oh, cool. So, and then there's still other stuff that I still want to do. You know, like a, a long term goal is a cafe. Nice. You know what I mean, like a study lounge type cafe. Um, I just feel like. I always seek those places where like I can go. I don't like being at home because if I'm at home, bro, I'm just going to turn on the PS4, play FIFA, and my day goes by. So I always find like cafes where I can go, sit there, get a coffee, a cookie or whatever, and then start working. So I thought like, you know, why not Why not bring like the vision into reality for yeah. other people? You know what I mean? Because I know there's a lot of people who think like me, who want to set goals, who want to achieve this, this and that. So why not? put the platform the environment where they can go and just really focus so yeah yeah dude when i saw you doing all this stuff i'm like sick and then and then plus like this is from what i know this is the first like automotive podcast yeah there's a couple other ones but it's 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 really um they're really focused on automotive you know here mm. we don't really talk about builds or specs or mm-hmm. power or anything like that say if somebody does have a car you know just get like why they chose that car why they went with that bill more than like what the car does you know Mm -hmm. so um like you're saying that 
I'm sure you have a lot more interest than just, you know, cars and clutches. Same thing with me, man, is just with, with Downstar, people just always thought of us as the people who sell bolts. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, yeah, that's that's what we do, but that's not, I'm not passionate about bolts, you know? I don't go to sleep <laughs> thinking about <laughs> bolts. It's more of, like, creating. That's kind of my thing, you know? So um, it was probably, like, sometime last year where we had so much space in the shop, and that was refo- before we revamped it, and I was just thinking, like, man, all of this space just goes to waste. This room here, I had a couch in there that I never sat on. You know, mm-hmm. I had a, a computer desk that I never even used in here and just, like, shit everywhere, dude. And um, I was just, you know what? I want to make this into a podcast studio. And ever since I've done that, man, like every every idea that I've had, I just said, uh, let's just do it. You mm-hmm. know, I I don't want to put ourselves in a box. You know, not saying that I want to get away from cars or hardware or anything like that, but that's really a, such a small window of of what my my life is actually like. So I kind of just want to feed to those uh, those other interests, you know. Mm-hmm. So for you saying that and for a cafe, like, dude, go for it, man. That's yeah. fucking rad, dude. Yeah, bro. Hell so, yeah. You know, the music, the jazz tunes, the there's a, a I don't know what he is, but YouTube, I type in a lo-fi beats mm-hmm. and it's just like chill beats, you know yeah. what I mean? So you know hell yeah that's the idea bro so before we uh before we get too far into it can you just give us a quick breakdown of action clutch and uh and who you are and what you do there all right so i'm gonna start from the very beginning um so action clutch was and is uh ali's first clutch shop ever it opened up in uh 1962 oh wow um gary bart was the was the founder um he opened it up in 1956, but he didn't get the shop in East LA until 1962. Um, so, you know, he he was a World War II veteran. Uh, he was a mechanic. He was actually in uh, stationed in Hawaii, and he went through the whole Pearl Harbor stuff. No shit. Yeah. So he was. Uh, he didn't go through like where they bombed and everything, but yeah. he was you know stationed over there. So. Um, in in the early in the early 90s while my dad came to to uh to the states from el salvador mm-hmm. um in 19 in the 80s i believe or a couple years after like the civil war was happening over there in his country gotcha um he worked down the street doing um like alternators clutches stuff like that he was like about 18 uh, a couple years later he he was walking <laughs> he was walking down whittier boulevard and he found action clutch he asked the owner for for a job and the guy was like well sure you know let me see what you can do so he started working there and um he was building clutches he was doing dual diaphragms this was all in the 90s right um a lot of rebuilds though a lot of lot of rebuilds um the owner passed away in 2001 (laughs) okay or 2000 or maybe like 1999 around those years um, so your dad had already been there yeah he had already since been there the 80s since the 90s since the 90s yeah okay. since the 90s so um but like the one who was running the show like as the dad was getting older was uh his daughter uh karen okay so you know she was the one i see her basically what i'm doing now so she was the one you know running the show making sure everything's going good and stuff like that um her dad passed away gary bart and it came to a point where she didn't want to go to the shop anymore because it reminded mm. her too much of her dad. 
So they told my dad, like, hey, um, we're planning on selling the business, the building with the business and everything. Um, if you're interested, do you want to buy it? I mean, my, my dad had just had my sister. Um, so, that you know, he wasn't getting paid a lot there. He he borrowed money from, like, three different places, and, and they told him a price, a really low price, too, and they sold it to my dad. So here you have a 20-year-old with a business, like, what the fuck do I do? You know what I mean? Wow. Um, so all he knew was how to build clutches. So as he learned from Gary and Karen, like, okay, someone comes in, they want to rebuild, you ask these questions. You charge, and that's it. Mm -hmm. So he did that uh in the late in the early 2000s mm -hmm. um this is when the whole performance side of clutches was starting to uh to come up um he you know he went from 2001 to 2012 all word of mouth no marketing no social media none of that really yeah so you know in between those years he was just trying to make a living but when the when the when the market crashed mm -hmm. that's when he uh he kind of had to find a way on how to basically stable himself again so he went to work for uh he went to work for a competitor and he was kind of like doesn't feel right you know what i mean like he still had action clutch but he needed to make money and they're paying him gotcha. triple of what he was making here um but like he told me, he was like, I just didn't feel right. I felt like I was, you know, uh, betraying my own company and stuff yeah. like that. But I needed to make ends meet because I had you and I had your sister and, and we had to make a living. So whatever they did. I mean, he, he stopped working there. He came back and the he the way it worked because my cousin works there and my uncle used to work there. Mm -hmm. So he would uh, he had both of them working there at the same time. So he would tell somebody. Okay, you're going to be here for half a week and then, you know, your cousin for another half. Um, and so that's basically how he, he uh, did it for a couple of years and business started picking back up. So to uh, I started working with him every Saturday since 2011. Okay. So I was just I was just going, dude. I was just doing the bitch work. You know what I mean? How like, old were you at that time? I was about 17. <clears throat> okay. 17. So... You know, he wasn't going to put me to build clutches because I didn't know shit about clutches. I wasn't even interested. Yeah. You know, I wasn't interested. I didn't like clutches. I was like, fuck, I don't want to get my hands dirty. <laughs> yeah. you know? <laughs> Fucking coming out with greasy ass hands, you know, my fingernails yeah. with, with dirt and stuff. So I was like, I don't want to do this, you know, but whatever. Like, it's helping me 40 bucks every Saturday. Like, hey, can't go wrong. I buy my chips during the week, my sandwiches, <laughs> yeah. you know. I don't got to eat the cafeteria food, you know. <laughs> yeah. So we uh you know we senior year came around and um he was like so what are you gonna do you know i'm like well i guess go to college right i applied to a uh, university of hawaii and i didn't get accepted because my sat scores mm. everything else was great so i'm like fuck so i go to cast la um i was like eh, whatever you know i'm studying for business but in reality i'm just going there to see what's good bro you know like the good like the girls yeah parties and stuff like that um and i'm working with my dad and at the same time i'm like fuck, 40 bucks every saturday like i need more money than this you know what i mean like 
but then again i didn't want to be like oh yo pops pay me more mm -hmm. you know like what value am i bringing so i'm like i tell him i'm like hey can i create a uh instagram a facebook twitter can i create a yelp page a google all that stuff and he's like sure you know so before 2012 there was none of that stuff none none of that got you none of that um so funny story is um one of my other cousins he tried hopping my pops out but that didn't work out he tried fucking my dad over really yeah so if he if he would have not been the way he was who knows how big action would have been now. yeah but you can't really think about that anymore because it's like what, what do you get out of that things always happen for a reason man exactly so um so, so oh yeah so i graduated and stuff like that um i told him like yo let me create the social sites and and whatnot and um he's like sure <laughs> his face was just like confused because he didn't know what i was talking about you know to begin with so um i started creating instagram facebook all that good stuff and i started learning more about clutch just because i'm like you know i'm interested now you know what i mean like if i want to get paid more i need to learn about clutches how they work this this and that so um every time i would build a clutch or i would see him building a building a clutch or resurfacing a flywheel or using the lathe machine I would just go up next to him and just take a picture and put it on Instagram. Yeah. That's how we just started, you know? Nice. And then next thing you know, like I have people from the East Coast like, oh, Action Clutch. Yeah, you guys have Instagram from the Philippines. Like just places where I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Like I told my dad, I'm like, yo, you know, we got customers in the East Coast, in Europe, in South America. He's like, really? You know, like if he, he, it came to a point where it was just like, he didn't even know what was going on you yeah. know because all all he knows is just how to build clutches you know and i guess run a business with his his own method of running old school it. way old school way conservative you yeah. know i would then tell him yo dad let's spend 300 bucks on google ads for what you crazy you know what i mean like wasting money i'm like dad that's not wasting money it's marketing you know what i mean it was a constant battle with him all the time. Yo, let's sponsor this guy. Mm -hmm. Let's give this clutch away. Let's spend 500 bucks on this, on that. It was a constant battle. So, but eventually he started seeing the, the, the outcome of it. And he was like, okay, you know, now he's like, you do whatever you need to do. Um, as long as we see an outcome from it, then okay. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, um, we just started we just started uh every year we started um you know posting more and more we started getting in contact with different uh, uh drivers with regular people people would ask for sponsorships now um at the time we were like sure here's a clutch but from so many people being like yo can i get a sponsor mm -hmm. can, can i get a sponsorship um yeah sure all right here's a clutch man just tag us put a sticker blah 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 boom they ghost us for six months yeah 12 months so yeah we're just like fuck you know what i mean like there goes our cost on building a clutch plus the profit yeah um so now what we do is we offer a percentage off you know what i mean for the same reason to cover our cost and and whatnot so 
Um, we started going, we started growing. We're Instagram's biggest clutch brand, right? We're still the new guys in town. So um, that's who we are. What I do there is I run the company. I make sure that everything's going smooth. Um, any problems that arise, I try to go there and, and kind of like just facilitate the issues. Um, the hardest part is trying to facilitate someone who hasn't ran, ran your clutch and is talking shit. Yeah. Um, the hardest part is dealing with companies who are in bed with our competitors for 20 years, 10 years. And trying to get them to run our stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the hardest part for me. And and just dealing with a bunch of trolls on, on social media. Yeah. That's uh that's usually what comes with this social media <laughs> life, dude. Um it's it just seems like that's that's how things are nowadays. And you it's know? sad. It it is sad. Um just like anything, you gotta figure out how to navigate through it. And it's been uh it's been a tough road for us mm -hmm. as well, you know. But um <clears throat> I figure out if you just look at it through a different way, you know, mm -hmm. these these mm -hmm. these people they at least they know the name, you know. Mm -hmm. I, I wish that everybody knew the name Downstar no matter how they felt about us whether they liked us or not as long as they know the name mm -hmm. because if they don't even know the name we don't even exist you know yeah. you know what i always think about that's super crazy is like you know how cars is just like such a big part of our life have you ever met somebody that like maybe your lady's friend or her her friend's boyfriend or something and he doesn't even give a shit about cars and it's like everything that we're passionate about doesn't even matter to that person mm. <laughs> doesn't even <laughs> our world doesn't even exist to them yeah. you know so i i always think about it like that man i always think like you know at least these people know who we are yeah. at least at least they're so passionate in their hate on us that they know like what we did last week or yeah. you know we forgot to put a sticker in the box or bro whatever it is you, you know this, man there is one guy talking so much shit about us on instagram and i'm reading his comments and he starts saying like he starts talking about me and he's like yeah this guy um you know he uh this was like months ago too. He was like, he uh, first of all, he doesn't even build his clutches. He uh, buys from China, and he has a failing uh, clothing line with his girlfriend. And I'm like, damn, someone knows that much about me, right? You know, like, and it's funny because he's over here like creating lies and stuff like that. And it's like it just goes to show how much people invest like their energy in trying to break someone down yeah instead of trying to fix and heal what they have within you know yeah. what i mean and you said um you said right now like you just you have just changed how you see things and that's what helps me now yeah you know what i mean that's what helps me um we ran into an issue uh by the way you know um we ran, we had an issue with our hubs mm -hmm. um we had an issue with our hubs they kept uh stripping um, this was back in like 2016, 2017. Mm -hmm. um, and we're like breaking our heads trying to figure out like what's going on. 
by the way misalignments do exist yeah you know what i mean uh worn input shafts do exist they can cost um uh the hub being stripped for those who think that that it's just a manufacturer defect uh but i will confirm that we did have problems in 2016 2017 with the hubs um we changed all that shit yeah we uh i was for months just trying to figure out what material can we use what material can we use i was going i was just going ape shit bro because seeing this on social media over and over again not having a solution it just killed me you know yeah. like i was just like fuck like i take pride in what we do you know what i mean so we 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 changed uh, the material we started using chromoly instead of just forged steel um we started using double springs on our springs now um and knock on wood you know no problems anymore yeah. good man now we had a problem last night with the stripped hub uh-huh and i'm like here we go again um turns out that clutch was just from one it's of the old series. one yeah um but you, you can't really you can't say anything about it because people are still gonna say what they gotta say yeah you know, one jumps on the bandwagon the other one jumps on so it's like whatever uh but yeah we you know we fixed that issue um we haven't had any issues we started marking those from the moment we changed the material we started marking the hubs to make sure we keep record of if something does happen we keep record okay yeah it was from the old ones got you um so yeah so you know. so let's let's go back to 2012 when you came into the company why did you think that the company needed to have a social presence um I was on Instagram, so I started seeing all these brands on Instagram. Um, so my mom was like, okay, you're going to start working with your pops. How can you generate more money for the company? Um, and I'm like, well, in school, they, they didn't teach me this. Yeah. I was, I went to, I went to college for just a month. After that, I'm like, Oh, I have a business now. I don't need to go to college. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, <clears throat> two months into the business, I'm like, "All right, what the fuck do I do?" You know what I mean? Like, well, what do I do? I don't. I don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. So I just go on Google and I'm like, "How to grow a business? What is marketing? Um, how to turn a family-owned business into a bigger business? Hmm. Just all these questions, mm -hmm. you know." And I would just do my own research. I would start reading up. Okay social media reviews product reviews videos youtube all this stuff so i'm like all right let me implement everything in the same time like i'm doing this i have issues with my dad because he doesn't understand what's going on yeah you know what i mean and not only that when someone has been in in, <clears throat> in the same circle for years it's kind of hard to kind of like get them to come out of that same circle yeah so um it's it was a constant battle with him um and luckily he started seeing the growth uh at the same time what was killing me inside was like people kept telling me hey you're getting daddy's money mm. you know what i mean so i'm like fuck you know what i mean I, at the time i was just like really prideful yeah i had a, a ego that was up to the sky um so i was like fuck you know 
what can I, how can I build my own shit now? Mm -hmm. uh, I decided to just create my own uh, small businesses on Amazon, eBay. Am not Amazon. That was later on because, you know, Amazon started popping yeah. later on. But eBay, just selling parts and any kind of parts. So, like car me, parts? Yeah, just car parts. I tell my dad, I'm like, hey, um, this is the situation. I don't like that people tell me I'm getting my daddy's money. So I tell my dad, I'm like, okay, don't pay me. Don't pay me. Let me let me do this on my own. Obviously, you're going to be behind me. I get it, you know. Um, let me just grow this these side businesses on my own. And the craziest part is to this day, I have ownership in the company and I run the company, but to this day, I don't get paid by the company. Mm -hmm. I get paid by the businesses that I've built, you know, and I feel great. I don't, I don't think about it. You know, um, my dad deserves this. I see it more for him. He's finally getting his own house. Um, and it's just his time now. Yeah. You know, I'm 25. I still have a long way to go. And I still have a lot of things I want to do. So I know my time is coming. And the best thing that I can do right now with the company is keep growing it, keep giving me, keep giving it my 100 and and educate him. Um, I've learned a lot about clutches. I've learned more than him because I'm there every day trying to study the clutch. He's there building the clutches. Gotcha. So the knowledge that he has versus the knowledge that i have it's different mm -hmm. you know what i mean so i keep saying you know what i mean a lot but <laughs> yeah i hope you know what i mean that, <laughs> that's what happens on podcasts dude you know a lot of people aren't, aren't used to having long-form conversations and yeah. when i first started out dude i was saying so many so many words that i, I was like oh fuck i gotta stop yeah, saying that even even now people people always tell me things that i always say yeah i call like, myself and i'm like and I'm like, well, I'm going to start making a t-shirt of, of that slang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's cool, man. Yeah. Hell yeah. So yeah. what are your um, your other side businesses? Um, it's just regular car parts, wheels, um, performance parts, OE parts, OE Got clutches, you. and stuff like that. Um, the names I can't share just because I don't want no, uh, no problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're pretty known. Um, yeah, and... So that's the story of Action Clutch, you know. Um, earlier this year, I opened up a rap shop with my cousin. I saw that, man. That's awesome. Yeah, bro. Um, we fell short with the partnership. Yeah. Uh, it didn't work out. You know, one thing, one thing I took from that experience was partnerships are always like marriages. You know, but before the marriages, you have to go on dates with them. Yeah. You get, he's my cousin and everything, but he's not one of those close, close cousins. Yeah. He's just like that, like far away cousin, but he's still your cousin. So, uh, he knows how to do raps and stuff like that. And we were talking about it two years ago, like trying to, um, um, basically do something together. Cause again, I grew action clutch and I know how to implement what i did with action clutch into other businesses because yeah. i've helped other people trying to grow their stuff give them advice and stuff like that and so i told him I'm like oh let's open up a rap shop and he was like all right cool 
Um, so if someone comes to you that you know has experience in opening, I mean, uh, growing businesses and, and has some capital to invest, you're going to be like, awesome, let's do it, right? And we did it. And I'm there trying to implement what I know, how to do this, how to do that. And it was just like, it wasn't, it wasn't seen eye to eye. Mm. Um, he knew that he needed to do most of the labor, mm-hmm. right? Um, I still had action clutch. That's always going to be my main, th- my main thing is growing action clutch and, you know, being dedicated to it. So I would go there for three hours and then I would come to the wrap shop for the rest of the day. Sometimes it was like more, more hours at action clutch and then the wrap shop. So it just came to a point where we just didn't see eye to eye anymore. And, um, you know, I didn't like the attitude, the energy, my main thing is the energy. Yeah. You know, I want to be in a work environment where when I walk into the door, I'm like, let's fucking kill it today. Not like, fuck. Yeah. Gotta be around this guy <laughs> right now, you know? So yeah, it just, it didn't work out. Um, we, we parted ways. I kept the company and the building and, now i'm left like fuck what i do you know what i mean i don't know how to fucking rap like the way so he when does. did that happen this happened like two months ago oh shit but throughout the time like i would ask for help and basically teach me how to rap yeah um you have people who know how to teach you have people who don't but at least teach me the basics um so that happened the day we the, the day we separated someone called the shop and they're like hey are you guys hiring and I was like, fuck, here's somebody who wants to learn how to rap and blah, blah, blah. I don't even know. I'm separating with this guy. Mm-hmm. And I tell him, like, look, bro, I can't teach you. You know what I mean? So if you don't have experience, sorry, no, I can't hire you. And he was like, no, I used to work for a company called Impressive Raps. Boom. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, shit. They're a big company out over there in the area that I'm in. Okay. So I was like, oh, shit. You know, like, meet me for lunch at 2 p.m. I met up with them. I'm talking to him. I tell him what's going on, the situation with the with 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 the next level raps. He's like, yeah, bro, don't don't worry. I'll be your main rap installer. The only problem is I just got hired at Ford, and they're paying me this much. And I'm like, damn, I can't pay you that much, but I could pay you this much. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I mean, I'll take a pay cut for something I love doing. So. I told him at first, like, look, we're basically starting from zero. We don't have clients who are coming and saying, like, hey, here's four grand. I want to wrap. No, we, we're starting from zero again. Um, I need to find a way to, to get customers. So um, I was getting some customers, and the just it became like a snowball effect. This was two months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, one customer was like, yeah, I need a full wrap. I'm like, yo, Danny, um, can you come after work? He's like, sure. So he would, he would come after like four 30 all the way to 10 and another customer. And then another customer, I'm like, yo, Danny, like, when can we fulfill this, this client's car? Cause uh, he's asking and he only had Wednesday and Thursdays off. So it was like, I hate telling the customer, Hey, I can't start on your car till Wednesday and Thursday. Yeah. And I can't take multiple cars because it's he's just coming Wednesday and Thursday and after work to like 
you know, 435. So I told Danny, I'm like, hey, um, can you quit? You know, so he's working at Ford at that time. He was working at Ford. Okay. I'm like, can you quit? And he's like, uh, I'm not sure. And I'm like, well, what's stopping you? He was like, well, just because of the work. You know, like, I don't know if you're going to have consistent work. And I'm like, bro, I spoke to my dad and I'm like, what should I do? You know what I mean? Like, what, what should I do? Because I need someone to go and help me. And he's someone right off the bat. I clicked with them mm-hmm. and I'm all about energy and, and seeing how, how it feels when I'm talking to you and things like that. And so it was good. And I'm like, yeah, this guy's the guy who's going to come and help. Um, so I told my dad, I'm like, what should I do? Should I just hire him? What if I hire him? I'm not going to have enough, uh, uh, cars to pay him. You know, what the fuck do I do? And he's like, Look, right now, right now you're standing on a cliff and you're like hesitating to jump. Just fucking jump. Yeah. Damn. When he told me that, I was just, I got chills right now. But when he told me that, like, I was like, all right. So I told Danny, I'm like, look, bro, I know you're, I know you're worried. One way or another, I'm going to find a way to pay you. Just come deliver the work and let's go from there. So he started working with me. And he brought a friend called Wen, and he he's really like handy, you know. If I tell him, "Hey, bro, can you check that?" He'll find a way to make it work. So he told me, "Yeah, I have a friend. He also got laid off. Um, he can probably come and disassemble the cars. We'll wrap it and put them back together." And I'm like, "Bro, I'm trying to figure out how to pay you. <laughs> how am I gonna pay Wen?" Yeah. So we just we we let the you know we just we let it be. And we're just getting we every week we were just getting a car. Then we we got an account with uh, this like popular brand who wants us to do work on their cars. Um, and we started doing work for them. And it just started working out, you know. It just started working out. And then after I got an idea, well, before the partnership with my cousin, I told I told him like, yeah, we can incorporate clutches here, um, make it like a like a one stop shop. Um, and and see where that goes yeah that never happened so i'm like no i'm gonna make it happen now i'm gonna make it happen now and my what i've always wanted with action clutch like since day one to be able to install them because 95 percent of the issues that arise with clutches have always been installer error Mm -hmm. i don't care what people say I don't care what they want to bash me for. 95% of the problems always come from that. If you're buying an eBay brand, like XTD, mm-hmm. stuff like that, yeah, you're going to have maybe 50% defect of the action manufacturer. Why? Because these come directly from China. They don't know mater- they don't know the ma- materials they need to use. These are just people here who are just importing and just selling it for quick bucks. That's why they sell for so cheap. So I'm like, yeah, um, I want Action Clutch to offer installs so that we can ensure the customer that the clutch is going to work properly. Whatever you do when you, when, you, when you drive the car out the lot, it's on you. Yeah. If you want to go and drag race the car, as soon as it's installed, burn it up, that's on you. But we don't warranty that. 
Yeah. We don't warranty no burned clutches. We don't warranty any overabused clutches. Oh, well, it's a race clutch, right? Yeah, it's a race clutch. But know how to drive a fucking clutch, too. You know what I mean? Like, it gets me irritated because people think that a clutch is going to handle all the abuse you give it. It's not. It's yeah. a clutch. It's a wear and tear item. So, um, I mentioned this to my dad and I'm like, hey, I think that we should offer installs at the second location that we're at. And I was like, let's have breakfast on Sunday. So we go, this was three weeks ago, four weeks ago. We go have lunch on, um, at some Salvadoran spot. Um, and I'm talking to him and I'm telling him, Hey, why don't we make the wrap shop where I'm at into a second retail location for action clutch. That way we can cater to people in the East side. Mm -hmm. Um, at first he was like, "Mm, what about people? You're going to take business away from the East LA shop. And I'm like, no, I don't see it like that. It's expansion. Yeah. You know what I mean? What about those people in the East side find a clutch shop closer to them, but they see, Oh, action clutch is actually closer in the East coast in the East side. So, um, he was like, okay, just again, he was like, do what you think is right. What you think is fair and anything you have in mind, just share it with me. So I was like, okay, that's fine. So we got our first clutch job four weeks ago, a prelude. We got that done. Customer was happy out the second week, a G37. Yeah. Last week we did a twin disc for Evo nine. This week we're doing an FRS. So we're being blessed with all this work and and it just goes to show that when you do work with the good intentions, when you sell products with the good intentions, you just get blessed to work every single day. Do you think f- people feel that you guys have bad intentions? Um I feel like people think that we don't, we're not on the, on the customer side. We're not going to warranty every single clutch. That's something that people need to understand. People need to be more mindful as to, I have a performance clutch. Let me abuse it. Like when I need to abuse it, don't abuse it just for fun. Yeah. You know, and people, people say like, Oh, um, we don't we don't warranty clutches and it's not that man like people need to really understand that it's not that we warranty clutches we need to check every circum like every situation and see if it falls under warranty the shit that we make up for warranty it's not stuff that we just made up because oh let's just warranty this no this is this is warranty that or the the this is like the the reasons for warranty is all made up from past manufacturers like Exidy, mm-hmm. the OEM manufacturers, directly from them. We just offer it to our customers too. You know? What I don't understand is, well, I do understand it because uh, I was speaking with uh, Albert Marty. Yeah. Um, He's like my second pops. Yeah. I, I call him pops because since the moment he started helping us and became part of Action Clutch, He's uh, giving me the best advice. When we see shit on the internet, I call him up. I'm like, did you see this shit? Yeah. And we talk about it, and he tells me, like, people just don't understand. You know? Um, 
and I was talking to him about why why our brand has been the most bashed brand mm-hmm. and he just had a simple answer he was like because we're the new kids on the block we're making noise people who have been in bed with all these other brands they're just jealous hmm. jealous because you guys are coming up um i know a lot of people want to know what happened with the top three on motor cars jamie marsh aki and uh and jbre mm-hmm. when they had her clutch and there's just one answer for it and it comes down to the cranks mm-hmm. right um your flywheels cause the bolts to back out how the fuck does that happen can someone please explain to me how that happens? So I'm not familiar with this uh, with this issue. So what was what was going on with that? So at the time, and when did it, this happen? So this was last year, I want to say, or earlier this year. No, last year because it was a World Cup finals. Okay, this happened last year, and then coming into 2019. Okay. Um. Let me start from the beginning as to how we got involved with the all motor cars. Mm-hmm. Albert Marty um, told me, hey, check this uh, guy out. Um, I go on YouTube. It's a video of uh, Aki. I didn't know who the fuck he was. I didn't know anything about him. Um, I didn't know shit about the all motor stuff. None of that. So I'm watching a video and he's like, Oh, this was like uh like when he first made a comeback, I guess. Yeah. And he was like, Oh, um, you know, for for the clutch, thanks to action clutch, and I'm like, Who the fuck is this guy? How come I don't know about this? Yeah. Cause I didn't know shit. Yeah, I didn't know that we were gonna sponsor him or work with him. None of the guys at at, at, at work knew that. So I'm like, Albert, who's this? And he's like Oh, this is uh, Aki. You know, he's been in the game for a while. He drag races and just all this shit. So I'm like, they told me it's a good candidate mm-hmm. for for our company. And this was kind of like, like, you know, we were flatlined. We were coming up. So this was right when we were coming up. Got you. So um, he was like, this is a good candidate. Like, um, I think it's going to be a good fit for the company. So had Albert and him already made a connection? Yes. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so I'm guessing Albert and him talked about it. Albert <clears throat> had just jumped on board with us like about a year, two, three. Yeah, like a year, a year before that. Gotcha. So Albert was trying to figure out things on how to grow the company. So we, you know, he told me, he was like, check the video. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? And when are we sending him a clutch? And he's mm-hmm. like, just do it. I don't know what I'm telling you. So I'm like, all right, cool. Um, we sent him a clutch. We start working with him. Um, we get introduced to Jamie Marsh. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they both fly out to our shop. We have, we're, we're talking about everything. And I, ne- I never knew Jamie Marsh was, uh, involved in, his name was familiar, but he first, well, from what I know, I first, uh, heard of his name in the Centra community. Mm-hmm. Um, and i guess he had gone into the honda stuff now so at the time i'm like yo what's up you know i'm eric from action 
Aki and, and Marsh were there, were talking what we want, what they want. And we had tacos, and it was a good meeting. So so this was probably about three years ago? This was about a year and a half ago. Okay. Yeah. Um, this was, like, literally just the beginning of them building the all-motor cars, I believe. Got you. So, um, you know, I didn't see the big influence that both of them had. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was at the same time that we started coming out with our, our twin disc. And... Albert was like, hey, um, I know JBRE. Uh, we should probably sponsor them too. So I'm like, all right. The three the three guys that we sponsor with our, our twin disc. And they start using the 106 crank. Um, they start making big power. At World Cup, JBRE, they ran our clutch. The issue started happening. I forgot what event, mm-hmm. right? But they ran into an issue where the bolts started backing out from the flywheel. Not downstar bolts. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Those don't happen. Um, so, <laughs> uh, everybody's like, right away, everybody's like, fucking flywheel. The flywheel's a problem. And I'm like, come to my dad, I'm like, our flywheel's the fucking problem. <laughs> like fuck dad fuck you know like (laughs) find a solution you know like and we're going back and forth and we're like what the fuck and this was at the time where like that both of them were like the top all motor guys i know for for a moment like it was them three like Mm -hmm. back to back and yeah i was actually at a festival tropicalia Mm -hmm. fucking partying and shit and i get a text from albert and he was like um congratulations like we have our clutch in the fastest uh all motor cars in the world so i'm like fuck yeah you know and it was three of them and then after um they kept you know the whatever the time went by and i started with jbre the flywheel came off so we're like fuck so all the bolts fell off no they're getting loose got you got you okay um and we just whatever he replaced the fl- the 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 clutch and we left it at that no blood no bad blood um he went with whoever he went so you're talking about and the bolts that bolt the clutch to the flywheel like the eight bolts or whatever around it on the crank the crank oh okay okay got gotcha. that bolt to the crank got gotcha. you okay so those were coming apart okay. those were getting loose okay and um and and then after um you know it happened with uh marsh Mm -hmm. and i guess what bothered me was that i was getting any responses back you know i wanted to i wanted to find a solution for this stuff Mm -hmm. not ignore the problem let me go to a different brand Mm -hmm. so excuse me um i'm talking with aki and i'm like yo you're my only fucking hope right now like help me figure this shit out this was, Albert was involved with this too. So mm-hmm. we're talking, we're like, help me figure this shit out, man. Like, we sponsor you guys. You guys are supposed to tell us what's going on, not just give us the cold shoulder and, ah, well, fuck it. It didn't work. Um, So we're going back and forth and, and I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. Hey, Luke, there's a problem with the cranks. 
Can you lend a hand? Mm-hmm. Can you find out what's going on? Can we work together to fix this? Luke. From Four Piston. Four Piston, Luke. Got you. Um, and he's like, and I asked him, like, what brand is the crank? And he's like, oh, it's a Winberg. I'm like, fuck this. Send an email to Winberg. And I have the email on my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, oh, and, and, and I hit the guy from Winberg up. And I'm like, hey, we're having a problem with with this crank our flywheel bolts or whatever they're coming apart they're getting loose and and um i want to read the email word for word yeah so so just to give everybody a timeline while you find this email this happened late last year around world cup early earlier this year yeah so world cup happened um they set records or whatever yeah and then they came into the new season of 2019 uh-huh. racing or whatever and then it started happening in the summer got you so damn this is fairly recent yeah okay yeah yeah yeah. so june 17 um is when you sent the email to wilbur to uh randy winberg winberg Winber- so winberg is a cranks. crank company yeah. okay winberg cranks okay go ahead um i sent them an email Hey, I'm the VP of Action Clutch. There's these problems, blah, blah, blah. He, his response was, Eric, the only problem we have heard about was the K-Series Honda. Is that the case? Glad to work with you to resolve it, Randy. And I'm like, thanks for the response. Um, yes, the Honda K-Series. So when he sent me this email, he said, Eric, we have found the stock Honda flywheel bolt is about two to three threads too long. Increased torque on the bolts wasn't helping because bolts were bottomed out. Oh, shit. The solution is to run shorter bolts by two to three threads. We bottom tap as deep as we can. So don't understand why the stock bolts don't work, but that's the case. Why the fuck couldn't anybody tell us that? Why couldn't these other people who were running the 106, or I don't know if they only had the 106 at the time and so you're saying they're torquing it down but it's still it's still loose it's it would still have to be loose right because if it's bottoming down exactly so they're not torqued got you they're not torqued to what the whatever the specs are so but this 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 email was after all the shit had happened after all the pictures were posted on social media um i missed all of this I'm usually <laughs> I'm usually in in with it all, but I kind of stepped away from the race community uh, most of last year. Um, well, I mean, I'm sure you've heard of that page. Oh no, I, I've I've never heard of it. That's so, just my old page. That what? The yeah, that's my old page. They hacked it and they changed the name, and that's no my shit. Old page. Yeah, shout out to followers. Fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh fucking shit. Yeah, dude. Fucking asshole, huh? <laughs> so, um, whatever, bro. Like, yeah. So, you know, at the time, they're just posting all this shit. They're posting like, oh, are you sure you want to go action? Your fucking, your, your flywheel bolts, they back out. Just all this bullshit, right? Yeah. Um, so, I'm heated. I'm just like, fuck, whatever. So, after all that started happening, I'm like, all right, I'm going to get to the bottom of it. So, I read that email. I'm like, Albert, 
look at this fucking email. Mm-hmm. And he's like, son of a bitch. He was like, my only question is how come, how come nobody states this? Yeah. How come people who build engines don't state this? Do you think they knew? Fuck yeah, they knew. Hell yeah. Why? Yeah. They were using aftermarket bolts? No. I think they knew that they needed to cut two to three threads off of the, the bolts to make it work. Okay. Right? Um, the funny part is that this is not just a problem that we had. Uh-huh. Clutch Masters had the same problem. Competition Clutch had the same problem. Why don't they shed it into light? You know what I mean? Like that that was my question. Like I I got photos from each brand mm-hmm. and they're like, hey, you guys aren't the only ones having this problem. And I'm like, what the fuck? Problem? Like, you're still convinced that our fly was the problem? When I have an email that says the Winberg you know, they bought them out on the Winberg cranks. So um Luke said he had a, a, a flywheel, I mean, a, a bolt, a flywheel bolt coming out. It was going to be a couple weeks. He just released it. Yeah, I just saw that, yeah. Yeah, so um, we haven't tested it yet with our flywheels, and we're going to test it. Uh-huh. We have a couple cars that we're sending some some units to with, with those flywheels that are going to test it. My only problem is the cost, you know? So if people want to ensure the flywheel <coughs> they have to pay you know um but then again we come back to to the problem and it's like it's not just a flywheel it's not just the flywheel bolt issue you know it's not just a crank issue mm-hmm. are you guys balancing our clutches along with the crank with the engine or whatever 99 mm-hmm. percent of people don't do that they use uh, the ATI dampeners or whatever. But what about the people that don't use the dampeners? Are you balancing the clutch with the engine? That ha- it, Harmonics has a lot to do with it as well. That's the reason why. Uh, uh, it could be a bunch of harmonics. It could be uh, unbalanced crank. You know, there's there's different factors to that. And my my thing was like, how come you guys never, or just anybody in general, how come you guys never mention any of this? How come in the automotive community, there's more hate and bash than, oh, you know what? Yo, guys, this might be the problem. Try cutting the 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 bolt shorter. Mm-hmm. Why Why the fuck not? Like, what's bad about that? You know, like, why, why don't people help each other out instead? Do you think that they didn't realize it, the guys that were having this issue? Who, like the three guys that we... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think they knew that was a problem. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you're a racer, you're an engine builder. All you care about is just racing. Yeah. You know, they don't... I don't... I don't. There's many... There's, there's very few people who actually know, like, the physics behind a clutch, you know, yeah. down to the core, but... Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think they, they realized that that was the issue... Um, until Aki was like, dude, it's a crank problem. You know, like the bolts are just too long for this crank. And um, I was going back and forth with him over and over again. And he was just like, Eric, 
look stop your shit like it's a it's a it's it's the bolt with the with the crank issue like your so this doesn't have a problem so aki's the one that told you that the bolt was long not the the crank company um no the crank well at the same time aki was saying the same thing like you know he was trying to figure out because he was testing the oem bolts and, and another bolt on that crank so um i think it was around the same time aki told me first but it was around the same time uh that winberg then like confirmed it let's say got you so and, okay go ahead no no, no go on so what's the relationship like with uh with those three guys as of now um i mean marsh it's from the moment we you know we we sponsored him um it's hard to get a hold of him and and see where he's at what he's up to stuff like that so um i did find out he went with another brand mm-hmm. and, and it's none of the popular brands it's just someone who's trying to start their own shit gotcha um and then jbre we keep a mutual relationship um the plans in 2020 is uh is to see if we can build something to his um expectations mm-hmm. we uh we have a twin disc out um but we we are working on making a better twin disc yeah better better twin disc. got you and um oh and with aki i mean we uh we work with him still i mean he he uh i know there's well we got a lot of backlash with the whole uh situation that happened with him with the time slip um so that's something that that we're still looking into and seeing if if it gets resolved soon what it what issue some bullshit about his time i don't know i don't know how to read a time slip you know i just i'm not i'm not into like engine building i'm not into drag racing like hardcore like that you know so i guess the time slip wasn't matching the numbers i don't fucking know something like that uh so we we were getting emails and messages like just talking shit and we're like what the fuck about you guys yeah about us you know like why would that be people just i i feel like ever since we started like sponsoring aki um we we've we've been we've been labeled as like oh you guys support xyz right Mm -hmm. and it's kind of interesting because when AEM was sponsoring them when Sands or Science or I don't know how to pronounce their company name. The 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 rods. The rods. Sands. Yeah. Sands. FCS. Four piston. Mm-hmm. You know, what about them? People. Why don't people? I don't. I don't want them to talk shit about them, of course. But why the fuck are we getting so much backlash? That that's my question. Is why. Yeah. Well, we're not doing anything bad. We're not. We're not ripping people off. We're not fucking people over. So why why do we get most of the backlash? Yeah. That like that's my that's an honest question that I have from people. You know, oh because you sponsor Aki, oh you sponsor this guy. Oh, okay, what about all them other multi million dollar companies that sponsor them? Oh, because you know they won't fucking reply to you, right? You know they won't reply to your comments. We do. We we inter. <coughs> Dude, the way we, we, we manage our company and we take our company is 
we build a relationship with every single customer you were you you comment on on one of our uh pictures we'll reply you know a problem comes up we'll reply do you think that that's the issue is that they know when they poke that you're gonna say something yeah yeah and albert has told me multiple times like lay off fucking social media bro and i'm like yeah you're right you know um i just i change i change the way i uh i read comments now yeah you know i myself have have been uh going through a change and it's gonna get a little personal yeah um so my parents divorced when i was in high school and uh it affected me really hard um since high school you know i've been drinking doing drugs stuff like that and it it became something that grew with me you know all the way to college um even after college in my 20s early 20s i was drinking drugs and um i met my girlfriend in 2017 so we got together and she obviously wants a guy who is out of drugs things like that so um it took me like two years two years and a half to kind of like realize this shit but we all right throughout this whole time throughout my whole um late teens early 20s um i always wanted to change i wanted to heal i wanted to be a better person things of that sort have a better relationship with my mom um same with my dad with my family but i just i couldn't i I was just i felt like stuck i couldn't and i felt like you know, I had thoughts of like, fuck, what would life be like if I just ended my life, right? Just things like that. Like, I just, I was just stuck, dude. I was just, I was depressed. And um, about a month ago, a month and a half ago, um, we went out, got drunk, and then I woke up the next day. <sighs> um, I woke up the next day and I was just like hungover. And I was in my bed and just like thinking to myself, like, I'm fucking sick and tired. Like I'm I'm tired of this. I'm I'm tired of waking up every weekend feeling hungover. I'm tired of going through the whole day feeling hungover and just like shit. I'm tired of waking up three days later and being like, I feel like me again. I'm tired of waiting for the next weekend and going out again and doing the same shit i'm just i'm fucking tired of this shit man and that day i was meeting up with uh with i guess you can call him a spiritual guide his name's eddie um my dog trainer introduced me to him she told me oh i have someone that you can meet um he's really good he's he's what you need and i'm like Okay, I've seen a bunch of therapists before. No one has been what I need. Um, and then I met up with him the first time. He gave me like a little intro. I told him all the problems I was having and stuff like that. And then I just pulled the trigger and I'm like, let's see where this goes. 
So that same day that I woke up feeling like that, I had my first session. He's not a therapist. He's not. He's an, he's just a spiritual guide. And our conversation just flowed. I told him, you know, my problems. You know, I told him my problems, and um, I had I I yeah I had a ten year relationship with with alcohol. Mm-hmm. So. All he says is it's just a rewiring of your brain, you know, like that's really what it is. And the next week came and we were going out, me and my girlfriend were going out to like a little like club thing. And he told me, he was like, you know, for now, I don't want you to drink. And I'm like, all right, cool. And so the days were coming by and it was a, a, a day before the party and I'm like, I text him, I'm like, I think, excuse me, I think I could have one beer. You know, I'll be cool. Like, mm-hmm. I just want one beer. And he was like, look, it's best that you don't drink just so that you can know what it's like to be in an environment where all you know is drinking and drugs. So I was like, all right, fuck it. I'll try it. My girlfriend's drinking with her friends and I'm just irritated. <laughs> I'm irritated because I'm like, she's doing what I can't do. You know, mm-hmm. and me, what I felt, I felt like she was just in a different, um, like level vibration, I guess. Yeah. So I just felt out of, I just felt like I was like, she was here and I was here. Mm-hmm. So I felt lonely. I'm like, fuck. Did you feel different? Like she was doing better than you or it just wasn't clicking together? just wasn't clicking together i just felt like she was she wasn't yeah she i felt like she didn't want to be with me on this yeah right um which is fine was she trying to get you to drink no not at all got you so the day the the night started unfolding and we get to the place and i'm like i'll just have one beer so i had one beer and i was just babysitting it but throughout that whole time like my girlfriend would come next to me or like hug me or touch me and I'm just like like just leave me alone. Hmm. You know? And she was like, what the fuck? So she did her thing and and I just I was talking to her friend and um her name is Vidi and I was telling her like it fucking sucks being here not being wasted and partying and not being wasted because that's all I know. And I told my girl, I was like, yo, I'm going to leave at 12 because I need to wake up early for the next day. And I go to the restroom and I see the bar and I'm like, fuck this. I'm just going to fucking drink. So I go, I line up and, and at the corner of my eye, I see my girl in line for the restroom. And I'm like, fuck, she's going to, she's going to get mad. You know, she's going to tell me shit because I'm getting another drink. So at the time, so right then and then I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to get a water. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to get a water and go home. Like I have no business being here right now. So this is crazy. I'm next in line. And when I decided that I'm going to get a water, the guy in front of me turns around with a drink and is like, hey man, here's a drink. I'm like, fuck. (laughs) I, I grabbed the drink. And in my mind, I already knew I wasn't going to drink it because I see my girlfriend over there. So I was like, no, I'm not going to drink it. 
So I go, I get a water and I go up to her and I'm like, hey, this guy gave me a drink. Do you want it? She was like, just hold on, like after the restroom. So her other friend showed up and I gave her the drink. I got my water. I left. I went to an Indian uh, restaurant down the street, sat outside, started eating. I was just thinking like, damn, this fucking sucked. Like, it sucks being like sober. Mm -hmm. It sucked being in a different channel than my girlfriend. Like, it just, it fucking sucked, but whatever. I got to do what I got to do. So I texted Eddie and I'm like, hey, this shit, fuck, like, it, it was horrible. Like, this is how I felt with my girlfriend. I didn't want to feel this way. It just yeah. sucked. And he was like, dude, this is progress. You know, like, you are you just experienced what many people can experience. You just experienced what you've never experienced. Like, this is new, unfamiliar territory. You're going to feel this way and it's okay. So, um, the next day, like me and my girlfriend, we get into like a big argument and she ended up telling me like, I was going to tell you today that I'm going to join you in being sober. Mm. And I'm like, why can't you tell me this last night mm -hmm. or, or this morning or whatever? And she was like, because I wanted to wait to see you and talk to you. And so whatever, like we talked and she decided to become sober with me and I see Eddie again. I see him every Wednesday. I see him again and we're talking and, and we're going over things, bro. And I'm just like, fuck, I didn't know this. Like, I didn't know what I had like in me, the mm -hmm. poison that I had in me. I've kept it in me so for so long that talking about it isn't, I mean, talking about it is, is the best thing to do, but I never wanted to talk about it because I never, I never wanted to feel weak. I didn't want to feel um like i'm putting my guard down you know so i'm talking to eddie and i'm figuring this out i'm figuring that out and we go to a festival we went to a festival two weeks ago um and i'm like yo eddie i think i can have one drink now and just keep <laughs> it like that <laughs> and he's like again i know you can have one drink i know you can i know you're capable of doing that but this, we go back to the same thing. Experience this unfamiliar territory and see what it's like. Man, bro, I had the best weekend that weekend. Really? I was sober all, all, all weekend with my girlfriend. And I had the best weekend, man. It was so much fun. The music, fuck, it was amazing. So, um, And she was sober as well? She was sober as well. And the funny part is like, I was telling her like, Hey, baby, you want to have one drink? But at the same time, I was testing her, you mm -hmm. know, to maybe like to see like her loyalty. Like, oh, yeah, she is with me on this. And yeah, no, like she never gave in. And, and I'm like, fuck, you know, like I want one drink, but whatever. So it all comes back to like the change that I'm going through. Um, I'm becoming happy. That's that's the most simplest way i can say it yeah i'm becoming happy um i will wake up every morning before and i'm like it's fucking cloudy as fuck but it's sunny as shit yeah. you know like it's like that was just like the depressed the depression so um ever since i started seeing this eddie guy um i stopped drinking and i had I, like i feel no desire to drink um 
not only that, but I see things differently. Yeah. When people talk shit, when people in the street talk shit, fights, whatever, like, I don't see it as, like, what a fucking asshole. Or, like, fuck this guy. No, I see it, like, damn, this guy, he's not, he's not all there yet. You know, like, I think, I think differently. I just, I don't, I don't judge anymore. Like, I don't, I, I'm more understanding because I don't know what they're going through. Now, do you feel like this new awakening that you had, um, maybe the old way that you dealt with things led to the issues that you guys had, like on social media? Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, big time. Um, yeah, I let my pride and my ego get the best of me during that that moment and on social media when I was clapping back to whoever said fuck action clutch. Yeah. You know, and now it's like, I read fuck action clutch and I'm just like, it's okay. You know, they don't agree with us. You know, they don't yeah. agree with who we are. They dislike us. They don't want our brand and it's okay. Um, there's tremendous amount of people that support us and that want our clutch versus the amount of people that don't like us. And I've learned to, to come into a, an understanding with that because we can't please everybody and i can't make everybody happy right now my main my main thing is making myself happy my happiness is number one um my um my own priority right now and my change is the most important thing right now that's awesome to hear man you know um i haven't drank since 2010 november 2010 Uh, fuck Um, yeah bro Okay, everybody, we're going to take a quick break for our sponsors, and we'll be back in one minute. And that was Star Shopping by the late, great Little Peep here live on DTWD Radio. Now let's check in with Rizzle in the eye in the sky. Thanks, Tim. It's a smoky afternoon here in the 805. If you guys are making your commute on the 101, I suggest you don't. It's bumper to bumper, north and south, and all exits are blocked. Now, this November 29th is Bolt Friday at downstarting.com. Get all your favorite nuts and bolts for a discounted price once you use code Bolt Friday 19. Once again, November 29th, use code Bolt Friday 19 to save ridiculous amounts of money. Back to you, Tim. Thank you for that update, Big Frizzle. And we want to give a huge thank you to our sponsor, Downstar. Make sure you guys are ready for the Bolt Friday sale this November 29th. And now, back to the hit. That's just, great. I don't, I don't look down on anybody that drinks. People can drink around me. My wife drinks. Uh, she'll have wine every once in a while after dinner or whatever. You know, it's it's cool. Um, but it just wasn't for me. And I think that that's one step for everybody is to see something and you have to evaluate it. Mm-hmm. Say, what does this do for me? You know, um, not a, not even saying just all vices because, you know, I, I smoke. But when I smoke, it puts me in a different mind state than drinking did. Mm-hmm. Drinking wasn't good for me. Drinking never did anything good for me 
always did bad things, put me in bad situations, or um, made me somebody who I wasn't, made me confident at times that I wasn't confident, you know, so it was, it wasn't that hard for me to give up drinking, but it's just like for you to understand that it wasn't doing good for you and you to make that change, like, dude, that's really commendable, bro. And, and I wish you the best I on your journey. That. Definitely, man. Cause I know, I know it's gotta be hard, Fuck. you know, and all of those, whatever happened that put you into that state that you needed to put band-aids on it for drinking or doing drugs or whatever. Now you're in a vulnerable spot. You're left in the open and you have to deal with whatever issues that you were covering up. Mm-hmm. Have you come to a realization what that issue was? Was it a time or was it actually something that you're able to pinpoint? Yeah. Um, it's always been. It's like that band-aid where, where you, uh, you rip it off before your wound is fully healed, you know? Um, and it's been the, the issue with, uh, my parents divorce. Um, when I break down, the first thing that comes to my mind is them, you know, like the divorce seeing like their love in one household, just go their own separate ways. is like, as a kid, obviously you're like confused. Mm -hmm. Oh, my dad doesn't love me anymore. Or, Oh, my mom doesn't love me anymore. You know, you, you, you start growing, you know, you start growing up and you're like, where can I find love? You know, you turn to alcohol, you turn to drugs, the drugs, the alcohol make you feel a certain way. Mm -hmm. So you start, um, you start thinking, Ooh, this feels good. It starts replacing the, the love that, that you, you start feeling that's missing. Yeah. So. I feel like that's that's how like I became hooked on this and hooked on that. I started seeking these substances to give me that love. And um that day I woke up, I'm just like fuck, I'm tired of this shit. And and it's like these substances are so vicious that you you deny it. No, nah, it's not alcohol. Yeah. I'm good, you know what I mean? But it's like, nah, dude. Like it is. It is. <laughs> it is. It is. I, I'm still surprised to this day that alcohol is uh, legal, along with cigarettes. You know. Um, but that's another story. Yeah. It's. Uh, I, I don't think a lot of people really look at it because they don't want to. You know, um, alcohol is a huge crutch for people. And somebody listening right now saying that they can handle their alcohol. That's cool. A lot of people can't. You know, mm-hmm. it didn't do me any well. Not I'm talking either. from my experiences, the experiences I went through with uh, growing up. You know, it's it doesn't do any good. Um, but people don't want to look at that. You know, they they don't want it to see that that's the problem, because if that's the problem, what else is going to make them feel good? What else is going to make them happy? Yeah, you know, and and I feel like. For me, um, I was talking to Vanessa with my girlfriend, mm-hmm. and um, I broke down, bro. Like, I broke down, and I was just, like, I was crying like a kid, like a baby, 
And the first thing I was coming to my mind was like, she was asking me like, what's wrong? And the first thing that came to mind was like, this was when I was, when I became sober. Yeah. Was just like, I told her like, I don't know. Like, I just, I'm scared. You know, I'm scared because 10 years, 11 years of being stuck and now finally changing. Scary. You know, it's scary. It's fine. It's like you've been in the dark for so long that when you're going into the light, you're like, this is what it looks like, you know, and you don't know. You don't know what's going to happen. And I feel like I was just so stuck in in depression that I was scared to feel good. You yeah. know, I was scared to accept the fact that I can be sober and happy, you know, um, and don't get me wrong like in the past i've been like i'm gonna be sober now yeah boom go back into it i'm gonna be sober now oh no this time i am gonna be sober yeah and who i was just fooling myself man because i didn't want to be sober deep down inside i know i didn't want to be sober um so a crazy part was um you know everybody everybody needs change you know, and my girlfriend, she uh, she knows that she also wants to heal from whatever it is that she she needs healing from. And the moment that um, that I knew this shit is real, dude, was uh, we were coming home from her cousin's house, and well, before that, when we were talking that she was gonna be sober with me. She had told me, because I told him, like, why? Like, why do you want to be sober with me? Like, this is my shit. Yeah. It's not your shit. And her response was, because this time I can see that you're for real. And I'm like, I share that with, with Eddie. And he was just like, wow. For your girl to see that this time you're for real, she can see, the, she can feel the energy that you're for real, you yeah. know? And... And what, what kind of like made me admire her even more was that when we left her cousin's house, I don't know where, bro. She told me like, hey, what's Eddie's number? I think it's important to invest in yourself. And I was like, hmm, wow. Is she seeing something in me that that's kind of like making her realize like, I guess we all can be better people. Yeah. You know? So she started seeing him and dude, since she started seeing him and I'm seeing him before I used to react easily. Same thing with her. She used to be like right away, like, you know, like fucking response for any little thing. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, this woman can't just stay quiet for once, yeah. you know? And it really irritated me. And if it's one thing that irritates me is the way you talk to me sometimes, you know. And she, excuse me, she was trying to figure out, like, why she's always snappy. And she's obviously trying to find out. She found out, you know. So now when, when she talks to me, I can see the change in how she talks to me now. And it's just like, fuck, dude, it's all... It's all understanding ourselves, you know, like, why am I doing this? Why am I doing that? The answer is all in you. Yeah. You know? 
The answer is all in you. It's not him. It's not her. No, it's you. And I feel like with me, that was my problem. Nah, this guy. Nah, her. Nah, my mom, my dad. And it's like, nah, it's me. You know? And I don't know if you're religious or not. I don't know if you believe in God or not. Um, But I've always said that for a moment I stopped believing in God. And then I got back into like, okay, maybe God does exist. And um, I started every night I pray to God. But when I pray, you know, like it doesn't feel genuine, dude. It doesn't feel like, 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 like I got that relationship. It feels it, like a routine. Yeah. It just feels like, oh, let me just say a prayer. Yeah. You know, so I was saying like, I was telling Eddie, like, I feel like I'm going through change now and I need to create a relationship with God. And he told me like, yeah, that makes sense, you know? And so I told him like, how come when I pray, I don't feel that connection or I don't feel like I'm being genuine. Like it just doesn't feel right. And he told me, he told me this bro. And damn, when he told me this, my whole stomach, you know, you know, when you're going up a roller coaster and you go down and it's just, you yeah. get weak. When he told me this, the, the corners of my eyes, they started glowing. So he told me he was like the kingdom of God. No, or, or the kingdom of heaven is within us or of God is within us. When he told me that, bro, my stomach just started feeling weak. Like I looked at him and then I looked to the street and everything on the side, it was glowing. And I told him like, I don't know why, but I'm feeling like I'm feeling weird. And my, my eyes just watered up. Like they just got super watery and that shit hit me, bro. Like that was the, the weirdest feeling I've ever had. Like. I shared this with my mom like a couple days ago. We had we had lunch, me and my sister and her. And I told her that experience. And when I shared it with her, my eyes got watery again. And like tears started running down my face. And it's like and she told me she was like, That's the Holy Spirit. It's it's in you. You know, and it just falls in line with what I'm going through. The change that I'm going through. You know? Yeah. And and I'm starting to feel like I'm building a relationship with God. You know? I'm starting to feel and see signs. Let me tell you another tribute part. Bro, like ever since I've met this guy and I'm going through the change and I want to build a relationship with God, like things have been happening. Mm-hmm. I told my mom, she came to my to my rap shop and we have a money tree. And so I watered the money tree. And I told my mom, I'm like, shit, I forgot to water the, the, the money tree. I'm like, hopefully God blesses us with, blesses us with work um, this month. I go in, I water the, the, the money tree. And I go to sit down. So the money tree is here. And my dog's uh, food and water bowl is across the room. 
I go to sit down and we hear like a like a like a, a clap like like that and I turn to the water bowl and the water's rocking back and forth water had fallen out hmm really as soon as I, I watered the money tree I said hopefully God blesses us with more work the bowl of water like we heard that clap sound water came like like a chunk of water and then the water was just rocking back and forth bro and i i see my mom and me and her were like this looking at each other and i'm like what are you thinking and she was like she thought i was talking about like some scary shit yeah and i was like what are you thinking she was just like that's that's a sign that's yeah. a sign from somebody yeah you know because that was trippy as shit, you know? And the moment the moment that I knew I was gonna go through change, my mom she she became religious and then she just started developing a relationship with God. So she just has a relationship with God. I feel like religion I don't believe in religion. Um that's the talk for yeah. You know, that, that talk can go for hours. But she uh, she obviously was heartbroken for many years. And she started, uh, she became Christian first. And then after she started just believing in God. And my mom, she she's told me dreams that she's had, visions that she's had, and they've all came true. <laughs> and she went to uh, Jerusalem or to the middle east where yeah, the yeah, sacred yeah. land and yeah. stuff like that and she um she she went in the tomb i guess where they laid jesus when he died oh, and wow. as soon as she she said as soon as she walked in there she fell to her knees and started crying just the presence and just the the energy and everything um she started crying bawling and she was like she told me she was like that she was praying and she was Saying like, you know, God, I leave you everything. Here are my, my heartbreaks, people who have done bad to me, just everything. So when she came back, uh, me and my girl, we want to go visit her and we were talking about it. And the conversation just, just flowed with her. And um, she brought like, she said, she, this is what she said. She was like, she brought up my dad, right? My dad and their their relationship, and my eyes started getting watery. I fucking cry for everything. Yeah, but my my eyes started getting watery, and she was like, she was like, you know, like you need to heal, like you need to get over it. And I'm like fucking like eyes watery, and I'm like thinking to myself like. If you really fucking knew the pain that I'm going like that I have with you guys. And she she was like, you need to get over it. Um, and when she said this, I was just like, oh, fuck. She was like, you need to get over it. Now that I have healed, it's your turn next. And dude, like. When she said that, even my girlfriend was like, when your mom said that, I knew she was for real. 
because she said that before in the past but you know she was still hurting but when she said that that day yeah like you just felt this this presence of something like you knew she wasn't fucking lying so i feel like because of her i'm going through what i'm going through now because it's like a part of me doesn't worry about her anymore in that sense that she's she's uh no longer hurting anymore that mm-hmm. she's healed now so before i used to think like fuck how does my mom feel like does she feel lonely now does she still feel hurt blah 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 but uh, yeah now it's now it's my turn to to fully heal bro and and i'm going into this with everything i got because we deserve to be happy as human beings we deserve to be happy no matter what no matter your circumstance you know yeah so you on this new journey for the last 30 days like 45 days about 45 days what have you noticed that um brings you genuine happiness um my dogs bring me genuine happiness for sure my family and my girlfriend um and then my work i love what i do so i feel like my work has always been a part of a part of uh why i keep doing what i do every day um yeah we run into slumps here and there and and problems but it doesn't it doesn't keep me away from wanting to better a product or wanting to make more efficient ways of of getting this wrap done faster yeah um but honestly, bro, like what I've noticed being present has really made me happy. Um, I've had a problem with like being so stuck in the past uh, or like being anxious about the future. Fuck, how are we going to do this or how are we going to do that? But ever since I've, I've, I've worked on f- being present, I don't think about all that stuff anymore. I just think about right now. What's going on right now? You know, who am I talking to right now? The situation, the environment, the stickers on the wall, painting. You know, like, I look at all this stuff and I'm like, okay, I'm present. I'm here now. Yeah. And and ever since all that started happening, um, I've I've tried figuring out how I can relay a message onto other people and say like it's okay to be in a, in the position that you're at now because at the end of the day you have life and most people they don't have life anymore and and when it's too late i don't know what happens after life so i just think about right now what i can do better how i can give advice to people and go from there Damn, that's deep, bro. Yeah, man. Dude, I appreciate you sharing that, man. I know, I know it takes a lot to get that deep, you know? Yeah. Um, I really feel like it helps paint a picture of not only you as a person, but as uh, Action Clutch as well. Yeah. You know? Um, do, do you feel like that that was a representation of the things that you were dealing with personally? the 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 issues that you guys went through and 
like do you look at the problems that you had and think about ways that you would do them differently now whether it was with somebody that you mm-hmm. sponsored or a problem with the product or, or or things like that um you know when i start thinking about the problems that we had and and issues that we have with with action clutch yeah product wise um i feel like it's just um so you see people in the industry of clutches brands other brands they help each other um you know some brands sell certain flywheels to other brands some brands sell components to another brand they all work together they all work together got you um (coughs) with my dad no one ever ever helped him he would seek advice or 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 hey uh can you guys sell us some springs we ran out nope all doors would be closed Mm -hmm. um so he had no no guidance and stuff like that so you know as as the industry started growing power started growing too so the material that this brand was using in the early 2000s it's not the same material that they use now it's harder material you know it's it's improved material because the power suited this type of material now it doesn't suit it anymore so my dad was stuck with this material and used the same material until now well not now but a couple years ago and this is stuff that i was finding out because people who were working for certain brands i'm friends with and they would share this with me so i tell my dad like hey this this is not going to work for an all motor car anymore we got to use this material we got to change the materials we got to basically i tell him dude we got to revamp this whole fucking company again we got to we got to analyze what material we're going to start using for all motor cars for uh, force induction and road racing drag racing all that stuff um so i, I feel like like no help was given to my dad which is understandable no other brand well my question is just like why not you know yeah how come you guys are helping over here but don't help someone who needs help have have you put yourself in in a in the situation to gain a relationship with these other companies uh funny that you say that because competition clutch about five six years ago um chris jewel the owner i don't know if he's still the owner now Mm -hmm. um he he flew out to my shop we had a a conversation over the phone remember i was 1920 at the time um this was when my ego and my pride was still on the shit you know we're gonna be the biggest brand fuck everybody else so he had called me he was like hey do you want to uh do you want to meet i can fly out to your company show you my vision and go from there so i'm like all right sure i told my dad my dad was like hmm you know he was just kind of skeptical mm-hmm. um so when he flew out me and chris we were talking and he was like yeah 
I want to put a comp location here. Turn your shop into like a an authorized shop where you can come and do rebuilds and all this stuff. Um, Action Clutch be a comp clutch dealer. Yeah. So okay, not changing the name, not doing, not buying you out or anything like no, that. No, check okay. it out. So um, then he he pulls me aside and he's talking to me. He was like, "Look, I can give your dad some money. We'll dissolve Action Clutch, and then." you you would run the place and he kind of started he he tried to paint a, a perfect picture for me mm -hmm. it was like you know you'll be making over six figures a, a year you'll you'll have a house in palos verdes or whatever it's called drive a nice car and go from there so i'm thinking like that doesn't sound bad mm -hmm. you know and then he he left so I shared with my dad what he was saying, and as I'm saying it, I'm like, "This guy wants me to turn my turn turn against my pops, you know? Like this guy wants me to get rid of my pops. Mm -hmm. Like I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, -uh I'm not gonna do that. So, um, he flew back again, and and I'm telling him, look, if you want things to work, action clutch isn't going anywhere. It's gonna continue going." We can find a way. Oh, um, he wanted me to build his disc. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, we can build your disc. That's not a problem. We do that for other companies too. So we'll build your disc and go from there. And he's like, um, I forgot what he said. He liked the idea, but he kept uh, insisting like, I'm going to turn this place into a comp clutch. And I'm like, no, you're not. Get the fuck out of my, get the fuck out of my shop, dude. Don't hmm. come back. I'm not gonna turn against my pops. Don't come back. Just leave. And he was like, he was like, just watch. One of these days, we're gonna have a shop right next to yours, and we're gonna outgrow you and blah blah blah. So I'm like, get the fuck out. Damn, it got to that. Yeah, bro, it got oh, to that. Shit. So um, I haven't heard ever. I haven't heard shit from him. I haven't gotten a call, anything. Um and and yeah yeah dude so um you know we don't we're mutual with everybody you know if they give us a call they need this and that okay sure we'll sell it to you but we don't the only the only company i do um well i dislike is comp clutch mm -hmm. for that same reason but you know just make peace with that yeah. you know what i mean just make peace with that and continue doing what we do before i used to be <coughs> fixated and like oh, what are they doing what are they doing you know but yeah. now it's like nah for what for what yeah have you ever went to any shows like sema or pri or anything like that i've i've gone to pri um i've talked to um quartermaster tilton ram clutches uh just all every every clutch manufacturer other than clutch masters and uh and comp clutch um they're all cool i mean you know they're all dope yeah um <laughs> yeah they're all dope they're just people like us you know like yeah. trying to build better clutches um but i do learn from the competition you know for sure i i learn Whenever um, a new product is released and they're like, hey, can you guys make a product same like 
this brand. And I'm like, well, let me see. Yeah, we can. We have the resources now, Mm -hmm. you know, from years of going through this and that and this and that research, a lot of research, working with with uh, engine builders, um, testing products, stuff like that. It took us a while, but now we know like what's needed to hold this power or what's needed so that this doesn't break. Yeah. You know, but um, my goal right now is to build uh, build a twin and a triple disc that can stand the amount of torque and abuse that the the all motor guys are are doing. And we're going to get to that. I can uh I can promise you that we're going to build a units that that's going to handle the amount of torque and and the amount of abuse it's giving it. It's giving the clutch. Uh we're going to work closely with with couple uh all motor guys. Uh there's some just there's obviously some all motor guys that they just won't uh, let go of the certain brands at the width, which it's cool, you know. Uh, the new people who are starting to come up, those are the ones that we're uh, working closely with now. So, how do you decide which guys that you want to work with? Um, what are some of the factors that you yeah. put into play? A lot has to do with the resume and um, the content on their on their Instagram. We for sure check uh, the followers that they have, the engagement that they have on every post, what they're posting, what they know, things of that sort. Um, if they have a YouTube video, we you know we watch the videos to make sure like okay, yeah, he's a good candidate. A lot of people they send in sponsorship requests, and it it takes me back to the episode with uh, that you did with Zoe, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how he talked about the sponsorships and. Because of him, we have revamped the whole sponsorship program. Because it's very true. What value do you bring to the company? And and that's one thing I feel like a lot of these people that want sponsorships need to really take into consideration. If you guys want a sponsorship, you guys need to provide value to the company. It's not just about give me, give me, give me. You know? Yeah. You, you guys need to... Uh, Obviously, promote the product, do a, a feedback, a video, installation of the product, things that we can better on the product, things of that sort. It's not just, hey, here's a clutch. All right, let me get some stickers. Hey, I'm sponsored by Action Clutch. Like, no, that's not how it's going to work uh, and not in our company anymore. We're going to really take into consideration what you're pushing out as far as content on your Instagram what you know about engine, about your own engine built, and the races that you're going to be attending to. Show cars. We, one well, look. We never say no to anybody. Regardless, we never say no. We'll just give you a really, really good discount. Mm-hmm. It works best like that, because then after you don't want to build resentment, like oh they didn't sponsor me. Yeah, and it's like, it's not that that we don't want to sponsor you with the with the complete clutch it's just again the value that you're bringing to the company and um any exposure is great exposure bad or good yeah you know which is why i feel like some of the negative exposure that we've gotten has helped us grow big time and um 
Yeah, as far as that, like, yeah. Um, we have Albert in the in the East Coast. Yeah, he has. Um, this is where actually what we're actually working on. We're actually working on stocking his location up uh, as like a third retail location for Action Clutch, so that the people in the in the East Coast can have uh, better shipping times for for our product. Uh, so me and him, we've been, you know, talking about that and he's really knowledgeable. So when, when, you know, a lot of people, they get run into problems with the, with clutches as far as like, oh, it's not disengaging or, Hey, my pedal feels soft. You know, all that stuff. People need to understand. We relay that to Albert because he's a very knowledgeable individual. He knows why it's not going into gear. So he's the one who helps out with the tech. Yeah. Which he has been like a big, big part of the company. So shout out to Albert Marty. How'd you even get hooked up with him? Um, he ran into a problem with a competition clutch twin disc. Um, they basically kicked him to the curb and they're like, hey, it's your problem. Hmm. So he, he made a post on comp clutch. And um, Chris... He's from, I forgot what company he, he was from, damn it. Um, his name's Chris. Mm-hmm. He told me, he was like, hey, uh, one of my one of my guys that I know, he's looking for a clutch. He has a problem with comp clutch. I'm like, all right, uh, what's his name? He's like, Albert. I'll just tell him to hit you up. So I'm like, all right, cool. He hits me up and he's like, uh, hey, um, you know, I'm willing to try out your product. I've never heard of your product. I don't know who you guys are. Um give me a shot uh, a shot so i'm like all right cool um here's here's a clutch this it's this much put it in your car test it out he puts it in his car and he's like fuck it's a badass clutch and i guess he got curious and he was like who are these guys so he started uh researching us up uh, i started talking to him more often and he was like i want to help you guys grow so at the time i'm like hey i'm with it you know um i don't know who you are but i'm down Uh, our market in the east coast was very little yeah and so because of his work and and his his marketing strategies our our company became something in the east coast so uh we started dealing with like tri-state motorsports now um and then a few other shops like in the in florida area like mm-hmm. oj performance um enemy creations you know yeah a bunch of brand, the bunch of companies that we deal with now uh the goal man the goal is to get into turn 14 and motivicity got you have you reached out to them yeah so uh daryl daryl samson i believe yeah shout out to daryl from turn 14 yeah bro yeah. man he kind of crushed my dreams <laughs> So he told me uh, a couple years ago, uh, basically, like, we don't know who you are. Yeah. Why should we carry your product? Yeah. So I, <laughs> I, I took that like, fuck. We're nothing, you know. We're mm-hmm. we're 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 a bunch of nobodies. So he's part of the reason why I started pushing action as as hard as I can started getting exposure out things like that started getting into like the drift market things of that sort so 
um, I ran into him at the first, the very first Formula D that we had a booth at. And uh, I'm like, hey, Daryl, Eric from Action. He's like, hey, what's up? I'm like, nothing much, man. I took uh, I took your, your comments as constructive criticism. And, you know, we're growing and hopefully we can revisit our conversation again and see if you guys can put us on on board. And so um, I haven't reached out to him yet to to see if he he would put us on board yeah um everything in its own timing yeah Um, i feel like there's still more work that we have to do there's been other really popular shops um jhp evasive um hpt something like that you know well-known shops that i've ran into that i'm like fuck they're huge that have accounts with us now yeah but the big fish the goal is turn 14 and motivicity um and see see uh see how it goes now how often do you go to events to to like set up or to network yeah um i stopped you see when we first started when i first started working with with uh with action which is in the early two well 2000 2013 Mm -hmm. we started going to every single uh local show and it was just like little stance shows you know yeah it wasn't anything we had a walmart canopy um just took a table products and went so we started going to everything like uh extreme auto fest um autocon those type of shows Mm -hmm. we never went and we still haven't well albert has in the east coast but us here in in the west we haven't gone to like ifo um race wars like the drag racing Mm -hmm. we need to go to more like formula d shows so when we started going to those like little shows in the beginning uh we started getting busy so i'm like okay we stopped going to shows because of how busy we got so earlier this year um we haven't we haven't gone to a show in like three four years in the local areas Mm -hmm. but albert's been going to like h day Honda Fest, local shows over there. So, um, you know, he's doing good in the East Coast. But us, I started realizing, like, fuck, dude, we have to start going to shows again. Mm -hmm. We have to stay relevant or else these other brands are going to become more relevant. I don't want to I don't want to do the same. I don't want to basically I don't want to leave the brand in the past, you know, so um, we're going to start going to more events local. NIS Fest, Toyota Fest, Subi Fest, IFO, Race Wars. So um, that's one thing that that I want to share. Like if you have your own brand, try to go to as many events as you can. That's what I'm doing with Next Level Raps as well. Um, I'm trying to take them along with Action Clutch to any, any show. Because you want your car to look good, here are some raps. You know, it falls... Uh, falls in the same industry do you feel that there's not much value in you personally going out to shows in the east coast because you say go to shows locally Mm -hmm. um i've thought about it i just haven't i haven't gone um i don't know what it is i don't i guess because i haven't gone i just don't know what it's going to be like 
Um, but I, I see, I seen that when you were talking to uh, Rywire, mm-hmm. you guys were like going to a show in Japan or something like yeah, that. Yeah, we're going to be going to Tokyo Auto Salon in January. This is going to be our fourth time going. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like when I started uh, listening to that, I was like, fuck, dude. You know, Downstars, they go to international shows. Uh, you go to East Coast shows as well, right? Yeah. We probably do at least like 10 shows a year that wow. we go to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, I started thinking like if all these business owners are doing it, why am I not doing it? So I, I need to get a little bit more strict um, as far as that. I need to kind of plan out the events that we're going to be going to, um, taking a booth and stuff like that. They're just like, for example, international shows, like I wouldn't know how to ship stuff to a place over there. I mean, I think going back to what, um, Daryl was saying, I think what he means was that the name just never came up. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that has to do with you not taking those opportunities, whether you're setting up a, a tent, selling, or just going, you know, being part of the community, uh, going to people, talking to people, just people knowing that you're out there. There is so much value in that, you know. Um, from the outside looking in, how I always looked at Action Clutch was as a company that knows how to market and they're relying on the people that they sponsor to to grow the brand Mm -hmm. you know and which that that is a good uh a good strategy that kind of disconnects the company from the community Mm -hmm. you know so there would if you're if you're looking to make changes i say this coming year would be the best man like the ibok meet dude Mm -hmm. is at least four meets a year that we go to and i go to all of them personally some i won't even have a, a booth at just to go talk to people you know mm-hmm. go put yourself you, you like you said your guy told you put yourself in uncomfortable situations and i think it falls back to that put um, yourself in that uncomfortable situation yeah you go to these shows your whole entire idea of being at the show is going to be I'm going to talk to every racer I can and ask them what clutch they're using and ask them why they're using that, what are the benefits, and why haven't they decided to go with action. Mm -hmm. You know, take all of that into consideration. Yeah, you know what? Um, I think that's what it is. Um, I haven't – it's just unfamiliar territory. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, "Eh, what is it going to be like? I think I kind of overthink it too much yeah uh but yeah thanks for that advice yeah um definitely that's one thing that's helped us grow you know um like i don't know how downstar is perceived from the outside because to me it's everything Mm because it's my life you know i don't know how it's perceived on the outside but i just know that this company wouldn't be as big as it is you know even to me to be able to go from having having a regular job to being um, this being my hundred percent of of my income, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be like that if I wasn't going out and getting it. 
going out and meeting these people. You know, I started going to different shows in 2010. 2010 was the first time I ever had a vendor booth, and that was at Eibach Meet. A few months later, I flew out to Tennessee to do Import Alliance out there. And ever since then, I've just been doing more and more and more shows. Sometimes we'll do maybe 20 shows a year. Wow. And that's everywhere. You know, that's not just in California. That's nationwide. Is it just, but but you attend all those 20? Yeah, just me. If there's events that I cannot attend, um, like some on the East Coast, there, there would be a, a conflict or there would be, um, you know, weather or something like that. I have my guy, Kevin, who lives in New Jersey. Uh, shout out to Kev. He actually has my booth out there. He's trained in how to run the booth and pretty much the same thing as Albert Marty, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. You build that trust in these relationships. But speaking of Kevin, I would have never met Kevin if I wasn't out there in the East Coast for H Day, mm. right? I I flew out there for the show, and um, just a little side story. We're just posting up like, "Oh, what's up, man? We just got here. We're at the hotel. You know, same thing that you always do when you go to, on social media. You know, you're posting up. Oh, we're gonna go eat here. This so this guy Kevin he messaged me on, on Facebook. And he's like, hey, man, um, <coughs> we're going to be going to Times Square if you guys want to go. Because it was just me and one of my buddies at the time. So I said, all right, fuck it. You know, because I've had this happen so many times before. So I said, all right, fuck it, whatever, dude. We go and do we have such a good time. We build. That's the the seed was planted for that relationship. And dude, like now, now he's like one of my best friends, dude. I could call him and whatever, not even car related. I can call him right now and say, yo, Kev, I need you to help me out with something. And he would be there because of me going to these other events. I've had it before where I was, uh, say, H Day in uh, Florida. They had H Day once in Orlando. And I said, fuck it, I'm just going to go out there because this is their first time. I want to support the event. They've been supporting me. You know, when I go out there, they'll help promo the brand. We work together. Mm-hmm. So they're going to Florida for their first time. Let me go over there and see what it's like. Post up that I'm going. I have this dude that I just bought shoes from, Santiago. And he's like, dude, if you're coming out here. You can stay on my pad. I'll take you to the show. And we got a tent and shit. And I'm like, Damn. fuck it, dude. Let's do it. And same same thing. We just, like, gained such a good relationship to this day, dude. And it's just you have to put yourself in those situations so people know you as Eric from Action Clutch. Because right now, Action Clutch is Albert Marty, Action Clutch is Aki, and no problem with either of those guys. I have a relationship with both of them. But that is what the company represents Mm -hmm. when the company should be you and these guys are your soldiers. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So for people to quote unquote take you seriously to hear about you, you have to be in those spaces for them to hear about you. Now I was gonna ask you for because when I hear downside, your name pops up for sure. How do you separate personal work with your Frank page? You don't put no personal on your business page, right? Not on the business. So how do you, how do you like work and manage that work and your personal life with the face of the company like you? Well, 
when I built Downstar, I built it with a, a, the idea of this is my company. I'm going to run this however I want to run it. It's going to have the image that I want. I don't know if you've seen that picture right there, the, the, the drug picture. <laughs> How many other companies would have done that? Yeah. And I've had people tell me like, yo, that's not professional. Yeah. And I say, I'm not in the professional business. Yeah. I'm in business. So business to me is you give me money, I give you a part, a product, service, whatever it is, as long as you're happy with it, my job is done. Mm -hmm. And that's how I've always looked at business. Uh, a lot of the stuff that the way that we market, the way that we do things other companies wouldn't do, but that's cool. That's not yeah. that's not us. That's them. So we just do things that that interest us, things that align with our company. So when people see when people see me and then they see the things that I put on social media or whatever, this is my life. I want people to know the story because there's people that know the story from the start before Downstar was even a company. And I want everybody to see all the road that we've gone down, the, the highs, the lows, the, the struggles that we've had, the social media issues. I want everybody to see that and I want everybody to see me to this day. They can hold me to whatever idea that they have in their mind, but the person that they're judging and the person that they're thinking about, I'm not even that person anymore. So let's judge that person together. Okay, you don't like what I did two years ago. You don't like how I handled a certain situation. That's cool. I don't like how I handled that situation. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at it with two years of knowledge that I've gained of course I would handle that situation differently. You know, it's just mm -hmm. about growth. And those are the people that I want to support me. Those are the people that I want around. People that want to see growth happen in real life. You know, so it's not that... The only reason I don't post anything uh, personally on Downstar is because each platform is its own thing. Downstar is for the hardware. And this is... This is for, we could post up customers' cars, we could post new product or whatever. That's where you go. Yeah. Now, if you're more interested in the brand than just that, then we have my page. If you wanna come over here, you could see the, the behind the scenes of it. But we have Downstar, Downstar Skate, Downtime with Downstar, all of those things, those are all their separate entities. But I'm the one behind them all. Mm -hmm. So if you are interested in each of those things, past what they give off past the podcast past the skateboarding past the hardware car part then that's where you can come to me for you know yeah and it's just i don't know man how i look at all of this stuff how i look at business how how i look at social media is that this i'm a very creative person and this is my outlet to get my creativity out whether it's creating content creating a new product having conversations this is all a expression of who i am so i put that out there and if people take it they take it and if they don't like it that's cool you know i don't watch every show that's on tv yeah i don't watch every movie that's on netflix but i'm gonna try to put on the best show that i can i'm gonna try to make the best movie i can which makes me happy mm -hmm. and if if people like it then then that's cool that means there's more people that align with the way that i'm thinking but even if they don't like it's cool i'm still doing what what i like you know yeah yeah i, I feel like that's a good way of of seeing things because um 
if you're fighting against that then you just won't be happy yeah you know what i mean you're gonna be like oh, fuck what does this guy say now what does that guy say now you know what i mean so yeah and like i've that. definitely gone through that stuff and a lot of the reasons that i was um came at people in certain ways or took things to heart certain ways is because it was it was from an emotional place yeah you know i thought we were friends i thought we were cool but what i was putting my thoughts about that person that situation and making them have that same feeling towards me mm -hmm. you know what what you don't like me as much as i like you you know i would never do that to you why would you do that to me not realizing that the only reason that i think this way is because of how i was brought up my my culture my atmosphere where i was raised this is oxnard california how am i going to expect somebody from a different part of the country to have the same morals the same way of thinking about problems the same way of respect as i do you know that that was that was a flaw on my point for giving those people the the benefit of the doubt saying okay well this person they understand why that's wrong mm -hmm. you know i don't know i don't know how they raised them you know my dad taught me how to be a man i don't know maybe their dad wasn't even around mm -hmm. maybe their dad taught them how to be a bitch maybe their dad was a bitch i don't know <laughs> i don't fucking know maybe nobody taught them yeah right from wrong yeah and and one thing i see is uh dude the way we grow up to be has it's all from our parents and it's crazy yeah it's crazy like there's a saying that goes uh your parents fuck you up even when they don't mean to yeah and it's true like your parents fuck you up and uh sometimes you just have to do what you want to do because uh if, if you if you do what your parents want to do you're never going to be happy and people people need to understand that like it's your life you know it's your life and and do whatever the fuck you want to do yeah it's the way i see it and when it comes to that it, it's your life it it's your life to take responsibility for your actions and the things that you do and that's a hard one to realize yeah. you know i've gone down that road many a times man and right now i'm not saying i'm perfect but i'm in the best state that i've ever been mentally. in my entire life mentally right now 100 percent, i can say that this is the best mentally that i've ever been uh -uh. you know and it's just it's it's that personal growth and it, it was on me to realize that you know maybe this is the time that we make this change mm -hmm. it was on you to make that same decision nobody else was going to make that mm -hmm. but once you make that change then you realize then you start looking at things with a different eye yeah looking back at things and then just think reevaluating in your mind and you can't go back and change the past but you can change the future mm -hmm. and you cannot handle that situation you know you cannot have so many people that you call homie or you know that's my boy or whatever mm, that's another thing um i have like maybe three people that i call friends like friends yeah um and the people who i thought were friends they're just people that i know yeah and that i used to party with and stuff like that and 
that was one of my downfalls is like I was trying to be accepted by everybody and I wanted everybody to be my friend I wanted to be liked by everybody so I realized like fuck dude sometimes when you grow when you outgrow these people they're not going to be in the same mindset as you and that's cool and and as much as you wanted this best friend to like cross over the bridge with you and they don't want to and you just outgrow that person it's like sorry dude but i can't be here with the negativity that you're bringing every single day with the oh i wish i had this instead of like fuck it all right let's fucking do this shit together that happened with me you know with one of my best friends is like he was just in his own world and as much as i wanted to help him it was like just trying to pull him with me it just never happened dude so we just outgrew each other and and you know we don't talk now yeah and it's like fuck this was a friend that i grew up with it sucks but it happens bro you yeah. know yeah I've, <laughs> I've been on that path so much you know i've i've pretty much outgrown I would say almost all the friends that I have right now. Um, we don't see eye to eye anymore. We just think about life totally different. When I start talking about life, it feels like they're receiving it as being scolded. Mm. So it's kind of just like, I'll see you when I see you. And it's no, no diss to any of them. It's just that the 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 path that i'm on right now is it's so different than anybody else that i've ever really come in contact with unless you're in the same sort of space that it makes sense that we're not aligned you mm -hmm. know it makes sense that we don't hang out or spend time and it's not it's not their fault if any's but if it's anybody's fault it's my fault because I'm the one making these changes. Yeah. I'm the one that is trying not to be the person that I was before or, or improving that person. And what if that person is the person that they had the friendship mm -hmm. with? That Yeah, dude, that that's what it is. Now that you're saying that, that's what it is, yeah. They had a friendship with that person that you were with at that time. Yeah. What made you go through that through that change or, or what or what kind of you know how everybody has that like rock bottom moment? Just not accepting shit anymore. Knowing what I wanted and what are the convers conversations I wanted to have, what are the people I wanted around me, how how I wanted to interact with them. You know, I had friends that dude, I would I would give them money when they don't have money for rent, you know? But when I would try to give them a solution for their problem, they would just come up with another problem. And then I got to think like, hey, what the fuck are you doing for me? Mm -hmm. You're stressing me out. I'm a business owner. You're not a fucking business owner. You see how heavy my plate is. And you're still going to want to give me your problems. You're going to want to make me fucking drive all the time. Like, <laughs> you know? It sounds so stupid yeah. like that, but like, when is when is somebody gonna say, "Yo, bro, let's go to lunch. I'll go pick you up right now." Uh -huh. Me, just because I have a business, 
just because I'm smart with my money, just because I'm fucking working hard, now I got to carry your weight? Nah, bro. It's not like that. It's not like that anymore. It was like that, but it's not like that anymore. They don't like the person that I am now because the person I am now doesn't put up with that shit. The person I have now sees that shit clearly. Yeah. You know? And and it's sad, dude. It's just like something as stupid as that to just like have a not have a friend to to hit you up and say like oh bro i'm gonna pick you up let's go out to dinner tonight or something that has nothing to fucking do with money and if somebody did that for me i would probably like pay either way yeah you know and it makes me just feel stupid it makes me feel like damn i don't even have anybody that really cares about me that much to want to even hang out with me yeah you know but i get it man I understand it. The position that I'm in, the life that I'm living is not the life that a lot of people get to live. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense that they they can't relate to it. You know, I'm 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 a father, I'm a husband, I'm a business owner, you know, I have ambitions and goals and there's other things that I want to do. I don't want to be partying. I don't want to talk about bitches. Yeah. I don't want to talk about getting fucked up. Like, you should have talked to me in my early 20s. Mm-hmm. I don't want to talk about none of that shit, bro. And it's it has nothing to do with business. And it has nothing to do with money. Because one of my really good friends, he doesn't have it all figured out. And he's still trying to make it happen. But every time I sit down with this fucking guy, do the conversations that we have, spark something inside of me. It lights something up inside of me. And it's just this guy has bigger goals you know my guy nick jackson shout out to nick jackson he's been on the podcast a few times and it's like when i see this dude i'm just like excited he Mm. brings the energy where i'm like fuck yeah i get to hang out with fucking nick you know yeah and it's i've had friends that have I've, i've known longer than him i've had friends that i've been way closer with than him and those friends aren't around anymore because they just don't get it yeah and it's it's cool i'm not faulting them for not getting it this isn't their life this is my life you know life is we're all on certain paths you know whether our our we're on the same lane or our paths cross that's cool but once our paths stop crossing all right see you later man have a good one and a lot of these relationships that i built in this industry i tell you I, i went to the shows stayed at people's houses um you know now kevin he's my uh he's my east coast representative out there those are all the positive ones i mm-hmm. tell you mm-hmm. for each one of those there's about 10 negative interactions for each one of those that i've had with people where, where i thought that they were my friends you know people that i i held higher than i should have mm-hmm. and maybe this has always worked for me is started to listen to my wife a lot more because the women know, you know, <laughs> yeah, the, fuck yeah. they can see it. And um, all of these people, my wife would always tell me about them and I would make excuses for them. But for what? How many times are they making excuses for me? How many times are they defending me instead of laughing with that with someone that's talking shit about me? You know? Yeah, bro. Same boat. And it just it, it, it's a lot about just self-reflecting and seeing 
what kind of what kind of people you have around you and if they're really around you for the right reason you know and then seeing out what kind of image that you're putting off you know i've done stuff publicly that i i should have never done and it was just because i i let my pride mm-hmm. get ahead of me my ego you know i'm not gonna let this fucking guy say this to me yeah. i'm not gonna let this happen but just thinking like why the fuck would i even give this dude my time of day you know i i how i think about things man is what you see right now is is what i seen five years ago so everything that i'm living in right now is is like the past right now how i feel right now is that downstar is at its infancy and i'm just barely getting started because my vision is way in the future but i'm just trying to show people and tell people look this is the way i'm going if you guys want to come along i'm going this way but if not it's all good you have to be able to believe that in yourself and you have to have that confidence and you don't have to have these people to like co-sign you mm-hmm. on it you know mm-hmm. um there's nobody in the honda community automotive community that i look up to and say like wow that's somebody i really want to be mm-hmm. i don't want to be anybody else dude i just want to be me and i want to be yeah. the best version of me yes and that's it and i respect so many people in this community i love what they've done but they're not me i wouldn't change my position for anybody else in this community no matter what, no matter how big their company is, no matter anything. Dude, this is my story. Preach, bro. You know? Hell yeah. That's true. Um, when you when you said about your wife, uh, there's, a, there's a moment where I was just going out and we were, we were going out to bars and stuff like that with, with you know, my boys. Um, and, yo, Here's my credit card. Go order drinks. All right, cool. It came to a couple moments where th- now my girl's in the picture, you know. She would go out with us and stuff like that. And they would ask me, like, hey, you got your card? And I'm like, yeah, sure. You know, here's hmm. my card. Until one day my girl was like, you're buying drinks for people who don't give a fuck about you. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't care about you. Like, she would... She, she was upset and she was just like telling me like they don't get like they don't care about you and i'm like you don't know shit you know like those are my friends you know and she was like no they're not they're 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 not your friends um so slowly but surely they started just becoming distant you know um and i kept it like that and i'm okay i'm good i'm good now it's like you know friends to me i was like all right you know, I have Brian and uh, and Jimmy, um, and I've actually met them recently. You know, so it's not like some childhood friends that I yeah. grew up with. No, like these guys. Um, when I was going through like difficult moments, Jimmy was there, and we kind of like shared what was what what he was going through and what I was going through. So, um, you know, Brian, another person, you know, who I just met recently, and and it's just someone that that you know it's genuine friendship yeah and uh yeah you know he's in nursing school now but um i know if i call him like yo let's go eat he'll go eat with me or something like that or like yo i need to talk like he'll talk to me 
Um, but yeah, dude, I haven't had one person friend, right? That has called me, yo, get ready. I'm gonna take you out to dinner. Yeah. <laughs> when you said that, I'm like, yeah, I don't have a fucking one person that's done that. Just my family or, or, you know, my, my girl. And, and yeah, like, I like what you say about if we cross paths, what's up? You know, I'm still going that way. You know, no one's going to take me off of my own path, my journey. I, I like journey. That's how I feel now. I didn't always feel like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I held, I held a lot of resentment for people and a lot of anger towards them. And there's still some people that, um, that we still have to have a, a conversation. You know, it's not that there's any problems or beef or anything like that, but just for, for them to know that like, we're good mm-hmm. you know anybody listening right now anybody that has an issue with me like there's no issue on this side we're good you know because the things that i'm doing is like it's it i can't build it on any negativity anything that i'm doing it can't have any negativity it can't have any any evil inside of it and that was a battle that i had a battle within and i i lost some friendships because of it and you know maybe it's some friendships that i shouldn't even built on top of in the first place um you know this this industry is crazy man it's just that when you're popular people want to be around you but as soon as somebody is more popular or they see something that somebody else that they like has a problem with you it's just in their mind to be like, okay, well, I'm on that guy's side, you know, mm-hmm. or I'm on this guy's side, or they'll start thinking about you in a in a different light, you know, and a, and a lot of that stuff was my fault, you know, I was giving off an image that I, that at the time it was a representation of who I was, that that was who I was, you know, and if people weren't happy with it, obviously I wasn't happy with it either because. I'm not that person anymore, Mm -hmm. but nothing was going to make me change but me. And it's not that I was a bad person. It was just I was going through my evolution. And right now I'm continuing to evolve into the, the best person that I feel that I can be without any negativity or without any like ill will towards anyone or anything. And you know, in the past, I would have said, you know what, fuck that dude. I hope that he never does good. How old are you? 34. But now how I feel is I wish everybody has a perfect life. Everybody does their best and everybody has has a great life. And whether they do me wrong or not, that whatever. Because mm-hmm. nothing that anybody could ever do is going to stop me anyways. It's It's all on me. So why am I going to make these people think like they have the power to affect what I do on a daily basis? Because they don't. The only person that has that power is me. And it just, it, it took a lot, of, a lot of time for me to like build up that confidence inside of me. Coming from a different like perspective, you like seeing you. How would you give that advice to like other people who aren't at this stage yet? The biggest thing that I noticed 
was excuses. You know, um, I I really really feel that an excuse is a weakness. Whether somebody when somebody gives an excuse, I feel like that's a weakness on their part. No matter what, this guy just pulled out in front of me. I don't know. All right, whatever, dude. That's the situation. This is the situation. Someone pulled out in front of you. You got an accident. That's the situation. All right, all right, it's all good, man. You know, there's so many different ways to handle it. But when people have excuses, that is like the biggest sign of weakness that for me that yeah. I can see. So I try never to make excuses at all. So many of these stories I'm talking about, I could have excuses for all of them. Yeah. But I'm giving them the power. That's not I'm not gonna give them the power. This is in me, this is my lesson to learn. I don't make excuses. If something didn't go right, that was my fault. And if I gave my my power to somebody or my trust into somebody to do the right thing and they didn't do the right thing, that's not their fault. That's my fault for not realizing it in that person. Mm-hmm. You know, so accountability okay. is the number one thing. And if if you find yourself making excuses and not being accountable, that would be the first thing that I would say to change. Mm. And it's on you because a lot of the excuses that I can make are very valid and they would sound valid to other people. And only I would know that, you know what, dude, if you would have did it a different way, you would have had a different outcome, but you chose to do it this way. So this is where it's at now. And I, I, I think I wish that I would have focused on that a lot more in my younger days. Accountability. You know, look at excuses as a weakness. When when you think of the word excuse, no positivity comes to that. Yeah, that's true. What's your excuse? You know, there's no positive. Who? No one wants to hear that. Mm-hmm. Especially just think about it from a job point of view. Oh, why weren't you here on time? Oh, it's because I woke up late and this and my car didn't. Your fault. Your fault. Your fault. Your fault. You made an obligation to be here at this time. Whatever goes on before that, that fucking doesn't matter mm-hmm. to me, you know? And that's how I think about life now. It's just no excuses. And that's yeah. helped me grow so much in such a short amount of time, too. Yeah. yeah. And that's powerful. That's, you know, that's super powerful because look at your growth. It's, it's happening. Definitely. You know, man. it's you're, you're living it. Dude, the the growth of me personally is happening before people's eyes because people know the old me and people know who I am now. Mm-hmm. It's it's happening in, in in front of their eyes. And a lot of people that didn't like me then would love me now, mm-hmm. but they don't want to let go mm-hmm. of me from back then, which is cool. I I I made that bed. I got to sleep yeah. in it. And it's all good. Just like you said, dude, I wish everybody loved me. Yeah. But I understand why they don't. And if people still hold on to stuff that I did three, four years ago, it's all good, man. I can't do anything about it. But, you know, just ask that you reevaluate. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want to do that, that's, all that's cool. Yeah. It's a, you don't owe me shit. Nobody owes me anything, dude. And that's it. At the end of the day, no one owes me a damn thing. Even even my customers, they don't owe me anything. 
I owe everybody. Mm -hmm. Because when they place that order, they already did their part. I got to make that happen. I got to fulfill it. You know, we got to make that happens. Nobody owes me anything, dude. Yeah, we, honestly, that um, that that's the reason why we um, we try our best to give our customers the best product. Um, I, I got into some arguments with my dad, and I'm like, "Hey, I was like, hey, let's add a keychain, a little a little bottle opener, decals." And now I'm thinking shirts yeah. to every order for our customer. Hell yeah. And he's like, the fuck? We're going to spend money on t-shirts now? And it's like, dad, put it this way. When the customer gets the box, he opens up. He has a free t-shirt, a lanyard, a bottle opener, decals. The first impression is going to be the best. Mm -hmm. You know, um, what what's going to allow him to stay with us as his pre uh, preferred brand is going to be the quality of the product. So every single day, I tell them, let's check the clutch. Every single clutch, let's check it before it's shipped out. Um, so yeah, dude, we're there hand assembling these things, uh, checking them before they ship to make sure they're, you know, they're working properly and stuff like that. So just so people can understand, um when you get one of our clutches and it's not going into gear um it's giving you issues contact us before going on social media and posting about it because in reality you don't know what the issue is so this is for any brand for any company if you guys go on social media and post these companies and try to like bash them it doesn't give us the desire to try and help you. And I feel like people confuse that. They feel like by throwing the company on social media and bashing them, they're going to get what they want out of it. A lot of these multi-million dollar companies, they don't give a fuck about you. They have a million more customers that they can worry about. Um, so, you know, if you guys have issues with products... Contact the manufacturer first. Try to troubleshoot it. I've had so many, so many customers. Hey, your clutch doesn't work. Uh, is there is there a warranty for it? It's like, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Let's rewind it. What's going on? What's the problem? Mm -hmm. Have you adjusted this? Okay, contact Albert. He's going to help you with it. Man, Albert has jumped on call with some of the customers at 9 p.m., 10 p.m., He's on the phone 24-7 helping customers. And we resolve the problem, and it's not the clutch. It's an adjustment. It's a, the fork, the spring behind the fork, all this stuff. They're like, oh, shit. For a moment, I thought your product wasn't good. Yeah. And it's like, wow, you you thought something that wasn't true. But it took us that extra that extra mile to try to make you realize that it's not the product. It's simple procedures that you need to watch out for when you install a clutch. So, yeah, like, dude, people, you know, I'm here talking about this now and, and people just need to understand that Action Clutch, we're here for every single customer, no matter who you are, no matter if you've talked shit, you know, in the past, 
there's a guy who who was talking shit about us every post on on facebook and someone posted a twin disc hitting like a personal record Mm -hmm. and uh he comments and he was like i read his comment and he was like wow like their product is actually good and i'm and i replied to him i'm like aren't you the same guy who always bashes us on every post and he's like yeah man but it took me a couple of people to realize that your product is good. I'm like, so you haven't used the product? No. So then why bashes? Why? Um, I told him, hopefully one day you decide to try our product out and I'll give you like an incentive, free shirt, hat, whatever. Yeah. For trying us out. You know, I have no problem giving back to people. I want to give back to people. Which is why I think we are going to include like a free shirt on every purchase. That's dope, purchase. man. Um, and just different ways to to compensate, you know, people who support us. Well, not compensate, but um, give back. Yeah. Um, because without their business, it wouldn't. We wouldn't be who we are. So, not only that, the employees, dude. Twenty twenty. Well, <coughs> starting now, but twenty twenty, I have a. Different ways of giving back to to our employees. Um, they're the most important. Other than the customer, they're the most important uh, part of the company. Definitely. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Without them, um, the company wouldn't function the way it does. The way I see em- uh, employees is, you know, I'm I'm the brain. My dad's the heart. My cousin's the the right arm. Byron is the left, Raven's the leg, you know. Mm-hmm. And without these, you start limping. Without these, you can't do things more efficiently. So I, I think people uh, don't take into consideration their employees. And um, there's this one guy, his name's Simon Sinek. Mm-hmm. He's like a a speaker. He He really emphasizes and focuses on employees to treat them better to give them incentives things like that so um that's one thing that like if you're a business owner really take them into consideration your employees they're worth a lot to the company yeah definitely yeah dude that's dope man um like i said one thing that i think that would really help you guys out is for you personally to go to these events, mm-hmm. um, you know, show support for the community. Um, not saying that you don't, mm-hmm. but there's never too much, you know, go to these shows, put yourself in these uncomfortable situations, talk to these racers, you know, yeah. talk to these other companies. So they have a face to put next to the name. Yeah. Someone that has the same passion as you, you know, the, the, you're, your dad is the business owner like this is this is family if that's the image that you want to put off you need to be that door to door going to these events talking to people telling them why they should go with Mm -hmm. action clutch or just get to meet them you know Uh, other companies other competition you meet them talk to them hey i wish you guys the best and that's how you gain that relationship where one day you're out of springs and oh shit let me let me hit somebody up you call them you know yeah and uh yeah i wish you the best man appreciate it you know? um one thing i do want to you know 
say to to anybody who's listening is uh, Black Friday this year. It's gonna be fucking crazy. Uh, yeah. We're doing twenty five percent off on twin disc, triple, single plates, flywheels, aluminum flywheels, anything. Twenty five percent off. So, um, this is what I mean by giving back. Um, we've never done twenty five percent. I have plans in the future to do up to forty percent. Dealers might not like it, but it's oh, wow. one day out of the year, you yeah. know, one day out of the year. But, um, you know, that that's that's what we're going to do, 25% off all the products. And if, you know, for some reason we don't carry your product on the website, and Matt, let's start adding all these products, you know, to the website because we don't have domestic or Europeans, but mm-hmm. we do make them. But right now our, our core is uh, Japanese yeah. makes and models. But, um, you know. Drop us an email. Uh, let us know what you know the year making model, and we'll build it. But uh, most importantly, man, I want to thank you for uh, having me on here, dude. It was thank you. I man. told my girl like, it, <laughs> you know, it, to other people, it may not, it may not, you know, be like this. But for me, it was like fuck. One of like this is a dream come true. Like being able dude, to fuck share yeah, my man. fucking my story, who I am, the company, the downfalls. <laughs> things like that and and if it impacts just one person listening to this like my job is done you know what i mean so hell yeah man i I appreciate you coming out here dude like i said i want to make a platform for people to come tell their story where they might not be able to ever tell their story Um, yeah so many other industries we have it or they have it like music industry there's so many different you know vlogs and and podcasts and things like that where people can go on but I always feel like the automotive community is just so behind in the times. Yeah. And, um, well, it takes people like you, man, to kind of like catch up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hopefully it, it, hopefully the automotive industry starts evolving more. Yeah. Um, there's just, there's a bunch of creative people who can take this into, you know, to the next level yeah definitely no definitely man and, and i'm excited to see where this podcast goes yeah. but i appreciate your time for real man no nah, man i appreciate the invitation <laughs> so um for your your black friday sale is it going to be a code or is it just going to be on yeah. yeah 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 it's going to be a code um <laughs> follow our instagram page yeah at, yeah yeah give yeah. us all the instagrams uh at action clutch on instagram we're going to post a code um what's today's date on november 23rd okay so november 23rd we're going to post a code to use um and it's unlimited you can use that code as many times as you want and it's 25 percent off all products sweet okay oh, cool. on www.actionclutch.com action clutch guys make sure you check it out um we are having a black friday sale too but what are you we, guys we call it bolt friday bolt friday Ooh. bolt friday yeah <laughs> details are coming out monday so this podcast drops okay. today is uh gonna be thursday when you guys hear this so details will drop on Monday. Sales going to be on Friday. And uh, yeah, just stay tuned, guys. And um, check out Action Clutch, man. I, I really uh, I really love to hear your story. You know, um, I love to hear the changes that you're making within. Mm-hmm. And it's commendable, man. You know, sure. and it's just, it's a journey. It and like journey. you said, it's, it's not a permanent thing. Who knows what's going to happen in the future? But 
I wish you the best, man. Appreciate I, it. I, I wish you the 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 easiest path that you could be on, and I hope I hope things work out in your favor. You know, but for you just to realize that there was an issue, that's like the biggest step. Yeah. And I know a lot of people won't even do that much. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So um, one one thing <clears throat> I do you know want to say to people listening to is uh, if you have a problem that you're going through, it's okay feel whatever emotions you're feeling and and just it's all in you you know what i mean no one else is going to be able to change you no one else is going to be able to convince you that you need to change it's all in you all the answers everything you're looking for it's all in you so that's perfect Eric, cool. that's a perfect way to end it, man. Thank, Thank you, you man. boy. I really it. appreciate it. Appreciate Once again, it, guys, Action Clutch. Make sure you guys check them out. This is Downtime with Downstar, episode 118. We out. Peace. Later.